The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Horrible Gamers podcast, show number 445, being recorded on January the 15th, 2024. I am one of your hosts, Jesus Mendoza, also known as Jesus Wildside. Today, I'm joined by my friend from the West Coast, the best coast, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill is back. Welcome back, Henley. Welcome. Hey, everybody. Oh, man, having serious audio issues here, so I apologize if anybody cannot hear me. No, you're fine. And... From Little Ohio, the Mayo, Steve Will here is back. Welcome back, Steve. Welcome. Hey, what's up, guys? Breezing over here. I don't know about you guys, but it's cold over here in Ohio. It's cold. It's cold everywhere. I think it's cold. It's chilly. It's chilly here, not cold. California. Most of the country is under a storm watch or some shit, they said. Like 156 million people or some shit. It's like half the country. I was looking at your area earlier, Jesus. It was like the greater Portland area is going to be under this massive freeze warning. I'm thinking about that movie, uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, that's what it feels is like. Is that the right? one? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what Jesus it feels a, like out here. He's on a cargo ship. Everything's frozen. Dogs are Let feral. me tell you, it's fucking freezing out here. Right now, it's 22 degrees. The other night, it dropped down to like fucking 15 degrees or some shit. With the wind chill, it felt like one degree or zero, they said. It was fucking cold, man. It, it was cold. And it's still fucking cold. And I, I just, I'm glad that we didn't lose power, but a lot of people in the Portland area lost power, and they haven't had power since early uh, Saturday morning. They haven't had power. So it's kind of like yeah. been hectic out there, dude. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no doubt. Uh, so earlier today, power update. I, okay. ran, I ran while you're looking all that up. I ran to the grocery store, right? And I'm coming out of the grocery store, and this kid was walking in, and he was probably like nine or ten, and he's wearing a t-shirt and shorts. I'm like, you're dumb. <laughs> like, why did your mom let you go out like that? Like, yeah. You know, it's it's 14 degrees here right now, you know, and he's out there yeah. wearing wearing shorts and a t-shirt. He must be from California. So the other day... No, if there he was, was from a, California, he like, would have left. <laughs> there was 120,000 people without power. As of right now, there's about 51,000 without power. And most of these people, like I said, I had, they haven't had power for like three days now, dude. Like, it's bad. Damn. Yeah, so... so. Hopefully everyone out there in Portland is staying safe. <laughs> and I know Brink Brink was saying that in uh in Wyoming it's cold as fuck too. And he had a he had a work today in the super cold. It was like it's like twelve degrees outside or some shit and he still had to go to work. And he still yeah. had to deliver he still had to deliver packages and that fucking shit. I'm like Is he wearing like oh, those no. clawed uh metal clawed uh boots or whatever? <laughs> like Fucking... I'm just thinking, like, if he's on a lot of sidewalks and yeah, roadways, man. I don't know. I know. can't, I can't believe they made him God in that shit to deliver packages. That's nuts. But hope everyone's staying safe and warm out there. We are the Horrible Gamers Podcast, and you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on everything, everywhere podcasts are played. You can leave us a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can also find our Facebook group, Horrible Gamers Podcast Community. 
It's a closed group that we're posting there, stays in there, so no one, it doesn't show up on your feed when you post in that group. Unless people on your feed are part of the group as well, then it'll show up. You can like our page as well on Facebook and join our Discord, which is probably the best thing to do at this point in time. Go to the Discord link in our show notes and it'll just launch Discord on your phone, whether it's on the browser or you have the app. And uh, big shout out to our Patreon machines who support the show with the monies that keep the show up and running and going ad-free. Like our friend Leahy, Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Chad, Henley M, Porkchapu, Nipron, the best HTTP host ever, Evan Raw Dog Bark Bark Tanaka, and Bill Garner, second of his name, renowned first ever HTTP Patreon, Father of Dragons, Elden Lore, Starborn, Pirate of the Cosmos. Thanks to all of you for being supporters of the show with the monies. I appreciate it. And yeah. Anyways, guys, let's talk about video games. We've been playing this week, last week, and the week before. So I played a few games, of course, the easy ones to get out of the way. I played, I think, a very little bit of Battlefield, but I played more Call of Duty. Okay, so they got this event going on, right? It's like some event that went on for like two weeks, I think. It's a two-week event. And there's like these skin that you can get for your guns at the end of the event if you complete all the like the tiers. There's like 10 tiers or whatever. And to, to get to the tiers, you just got to get XP. It'll be like if you get 100,000 XP, you unlock the first tier. If you get... 200,000, you unlock the second tier, so on and so forth, right? Well, I'm at the very end of it, guys, but guess what? The fucking event ends tomorrow night, so I gotta get 130,000 or 120,000 XP before the end of tomorrow to get those skins. Do do you guys believe in me? Uh, I believe you can do it. (laughs) How much XP do you give her around? Like around, it depends. Some matches I do really good, I could get up to like 10, 15,000. But on average, it's like around anywhere between 3,000 to 6,000. How much did you need? 120,000. So it's like what, 60 matches? <laughs> yeah. How long is a match? Uh, like, it depends, man. Some matches go five minutes, some matches go 10 minutes. It all really depends on That's how the people are playing. a whole lot of the playing. shipment, probably. Probably got to play a whole lot of shipment. I could. You're right. I think shipment might be my best option. You actually just gave me a good idea. But I play hardcore. So we'll see. I don't know. I'll hopefully I can get them. I've been, I've been grinding away at it, trying to get them. And uh, I'm at the last tier now. And uh, I think I got to the last tier last night, and I played a little bit more, and I played some today. So I'm about 120,000 XP away from the last one. So we'll see if I get it, man. I'm hoping I do. Um, but besides all that, I've been playing some other games. I played a lot, a lot of Frostpunk in the last two to three weeks. And it feels kind of appropriate right now with the cold weather, right? It's just like, it's like, oh, yeah, man. Right? They, you know, I'm complaining about 22 degrees. These guys are in like negative 100 and shit. You know, like are you are you feeding like, your kids sodas yet? Negative 120. <laughs> so I've been doing the scenario. So I completed 
I told you guys before, I completed the last autumn, which was the one where you have to build the generators or whatever. I did that one. Then I did uh I did the next one, which was the refugees. I beat that one. Then I did another one, which is the uh on the edge, which when you have like a mine you have to get metal out of and, and steam cores and you have to set up like outposts and different without with like different people. You have to set up outposts with them and like build a road to their outposts so you can get resources every day because you don't have any wood and food. So I did that uh, scenario. I beat that as well. So now I'm kind of I kind of feel like I've done all the scenarios except for one of them, the arcs. I haven't done that one, so I might work on that one next. But I ended up playing a little bit of the endless mode. Which is kind of a, it's just, it's Frostpunk, but a little bit harder because it's endless, so it never stops. It's just, there's no end goal to the game. It's just always go out, get more resources, come back, whatever, you know. It's like a giant loop of trying to keep people alive, trying to keep people fed, trying to keep people healthy. And uh, that game is hard as fuck, dude. Yeah, it is. That game is tough. <laughs> that game... It's hard as hell. I'm like, how the hell did I beat these scenarios, man? Because that shit, I I failed that on the edge thing like 20 times. I kid you not. I failed it so many times. And every time I was like taking notes and shit, I'm like, all right, I did this and I did this. If I do this, then this happens. If I do that, then that happens. I was like, fucking, uh, like a whole fucking thing, man. Like I had notes and shit. I'm only fucking like... <laughs> like, just going all out on this shit, trying to figure out how to beat the game, and I finally did. I felt so good. But uh, another game that just came out recently is called War Hospital. Now, it's I think it's available on everything, because I did see it on the PlayStation Store. But I ended up buying it on Steam, of course, because it definitely seems like a mouse and keyboard game. I don't know how well it plays on a controller, to be honest. I'm sure they, they made it, like, doable, because they released it on there, but... I don't know. Like, I haven't played it myself on there. Anyways. Um, War Hospital is like a... Okay, think of World War One, right? You're in World War One, And you're like some... I don't know, like some British doctor or some shit. You end up getting sent to the war front. But instead of being like an actual soldier, you are a guy that manages the war... The hospital. The hospital on the front lines. Like... In the trenches, like, there's a hospital that you set up, and now you have to manage, like, like the people coming in that are hurt and shot. You have to, do, like, send them to, like, get surgery done and then get to rehab so they can rehabilitate, and then you can decide. Once they're in rehab, you can decide, like, okay, this guy's going to go back to the front lines, this guy's going to go back to headquarters, or this guy's going to get released from duty. And you have to decide that. you like... The game is fucking hard. These guys, you definitely could tell they took, like, some ideas from Frostpunk because, like, the choices are very dark. There's nothing that's ever, like, a positive choice, really, you know? They're, everything's always, like, ah, uh, this guy is dying, but, uh, like, what do you want us to do? Like, we, we can either, like, seal up this wound and try to, like, give him extra medicine to help the infection or just, like, let him deal with it on his own and just do the regular surgery. And it's like, uh, do the regular surgery. Like, you know, you have to, like, think about it because you're like, 
okay, how many resources do I have? How much medicine do I have to go around, right? Because the the people coming in that are hurt from the front lines never stops. That's just constant flow of people coming in. So you're constantly thinking, okay, where do I send my engineers to work? Do I send my engineers to work at the pharmacy to make more medicine? Do I send them to make more food? Do I send them to do upgrades on the camp, you know? So you're trying to balance this. It's like a balancing act, man. And Gunny, it's, mm. it's fucking hard, dude. Is it? it so really uh, is. Not, knowing, not knowing much about this game, I was just looking at it on Steam. So it looks like that top-down isometrical yeah. look to it. But um, does so does it, is it like Frostpunk where, like you'll have, like in Frostpunk you have just regular people and then engineers or and kids. So does this one have anything like that where it has like, doctors yeah surgeons. yeah it does so it has your like if it's like physicians like actual surgeons or whatever and you start off with one of those then it also has nurses that are just nurses or whatever then it has medic teams which are like the guys on the ground that transport the bodies and shit and then it has engineers and it has scout teams as well and it has uh like different different types of physicians so there there will be like the regular surgeon that just does like the the gunshot wounds and shit, right? Like the guy who's out there like doing the surgeries for up. like Yeah, like guy who's doing the surgeries for gunshot wounds on the shit. And then there's like a, a physician for like oh this guy treats them for like if they have a like shell shock, you know, like if 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 they're just like fucking if they got sick or something or they're fucked up in the head because of shell shock or whatever. We send them to this guy, but you have to build that. You only start off with the basic surgery guys with like the gunshot wound people. But like eventually the war keeps going. They start using different types of weapons in the war. They start using artillery fire. They start using uh, gas or whatever, you know? So now you have chemical weapon warfare and now you have to have a medical, like a chemical weapon, uh, like a wing in the hospital for chemical weapons. So, so you have to build that wing and have enough medicine to be able to treat the guys that come in with, like, exposure to gas or whatever, you know? And you have to treat these guys. And there's different upgrades you can do the hospital. So you can upgrade the hospital in various ways. You can add an extra surgery room to add more surgeons to, like, hire another surgeon. Uh, but you can also add, like, a, like I said, like a chemical wing, a psychiatric, like a... I think it's called, like, a medical ward or something, like which is just basically like mental problems and shit like that. And then you can add like uh you can add more nurses, you can add more housing for nurses to hire more nurses. But all this stuff costs this it's, it's like a currency in the game called uh it's called war drafts, like war draft or whatever. So you have those and those you have to save those up to build things up. So you have to save those up to like upgrade a building, you have to use up three war drafts and 400 of your supplies to upgrade the building to the new style or whatever, or the expanded wing or whatever you have to do. But the war drafts also affect like, like the things that you need to do, whether it's upgrades or you want to uh, order more supplies from the, like, cause the train comes like every six hours, there's a train coming into your station. And that train will deliver so many supplies, but you can order extra supplies. Like say, like 20 guys came in from the front line and you, you have so many guys that are injured, but you can't do surgery on all of them because 
you're out of medicine. So you cannot, like you can cue them up to your doctors and say, okay, I want you to take care of this guy, this guy, this guy. But the doctors will say like, hey, we can't take care of them because we have no medicine. Like there's no medicine to do surgery on these guys. So you can order extra supplies with those war drafts or whatever. And uh, there's all, it also costs like, uh, it costs resources to hire people too. So just because you expand the hospital to have like a new wing, like a new operating room, right, for a new surgeon, doesn't mean you'll have the staff, uh, like there's staff hiring points or whatever. It doesn't mean you'll have enough staff hiring points to order a new surgeon to come in, you know. So you kind of have to like manage, there's a lot of these micromanaging of resources, whether you're micromanaging the staff or or the war drafts, or you're trying to think, okay, who do I send back home? Because you have also, like in Frostpunk, you have a, a meter on the screen, and the meter goes up and down. It starts at 50%, and it's a morale meter. And if the morale meter falls to zero, you game over. The game is done. You lost. So you're trying to keep that morale meter up, you know, at least at minimum at 1% to, to be alive. But you're trying to keep it up to keep the people, the morale going, you know, in the hospital and, and get the people working. Um, but there's all kinds of shit, man. There's a, there's like a tired meter. Like if you work your, your medic teams all the time, like 24 hours a day, they will get tired and they'll get exhausted. And they'll get exhausted to the point they'll collapse or whatever. And when they do that, then that means that they have to go rest for like 24 hours. Like they can't do anything for like a whole day. So they're kind of useless to you for a whole day, which sucks because if you're, if that's the team that you had transporting the sick people to the surgery room, guess what? Ain't none of those bodies getting transported to the surgery room. So now you got all these bodies piling up in the, in the trauma center, you know, and you can't transport them to go get surgery. What happens? They start to die in the surgery tent or whatever, in the medical tent, they start to die because there's not enough space or whatever, you know, or they don't have enough treatment there to be saved or whatever. It's an interesting game. It does have a little bit of bugs because it is a new release, but uh, I actually kind of like it and I kind of want to figure it out, but it does have some bugs because it was like earlier today I was playing and I, I mean, I had everything going pretty good and like, you know, you see like the little ambulances come in from the field They'll be like these little trucks that drive in to your base. And then your little medic teams, they run up to them and they grab the body out of the, the truck, right? They grab like the people that are shot or whatever out of the trucks. Well, for some reason, they just stopped doing that. They just stopped grabbing bodies out of the trucks. I don't know what the fuck it was. I was like, I have enough people working. I have enough beds. Union like, what, strikes? What's, what's going on what's there? Go, what's going on? Like they just stopped. They just stopped grabbing the bodies out of the truck. So next thing you know, there was like one ambulance, two ambulances, three, four. Now and then I had like seven of them lined up. I'm like, there's seven fucking ambulances lined up here, guys. Come on, we need to get these dead fucking guys that are shot on the fucking, you know, onto the surgery table. Like, what are you guys they, doing? They've given up on life. I think. Just maybe they to just gave save up. Lives. <laughs> Yeah, maybe they just gave up trying to save lives. I don't know. Like it's um, never ending, you know? But yeah, man, like the game also has some like moral choices, kind of like Frostpunk, where when you send your scout team out to like an area, right, you could pick up like somewhere for them to go on the map. And they go there, 
and say they go to a village, sometimes they'll run into like some villagers in the village and they'll be like, hey, we ran into these villagers and we think they're hiding something. What do you want us to do? And you could be like, uh, why don't you try to help the villagers out? And maybe they'll, they'll like trust you and tell you what's going on. Or you could just be like, no, beat the shit out of the villagers and find out what they're hiding. So you gotta like, you kind of like choose what do you want to do? Do you want to be a real ruthless person and just fucking beat the shit out of all the villagers around you and shit, or just pillage you know? and burn it down? Yeah. So or, or does it also cool like pick up medical supplies? Is that something that they yeah, bring back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The scouts like bring back. Line. Yeah, they'll bring back prisoners and they'll bring back like other medical people or whatever, like. Sometimes they'll rescue some doctor in the field or something, and they'll bring him back to work for us. Um, but also, like, another thing that makes the game kind of hard, Gunny and Mayo, is that sometimes people get shot, right, in the in the field of battle. They get shot. And when they come in, they'll have, like, a note attached to them. And these guys become VIP because it'll say on their, like, because you can click on the on the name of the people to see who they are, what rank they are. It'll tell you, like, this guy enlisted because he hated his life. Or this guy enlisted because he got divorced. Or this guy enlisted because he fell in love with somebody and wanted to follow them to the war. Whatever, right? Like, different reasons why people enlist. And and you're like, okay. But it also tells you, like, when they enlisted, what rank they are. And, like, how how likely are they to, like, survive their surgery and all that type of shit. But on top of that, there could also be a VIP and then I'll have a little note attached to their file that says, like, hey, this is General So-and-so from the whatever British Army. Hey, man, this guy is my fucking nephew. I need you to fucking save his life. If you don't save his life, I'm going to make your life hell. So, like, now you have to kind of prioritize this guy, right? Because if you don't, then what's, you don't know what's going to happen, right? Like, they could they could take resources from you. They could deny you resources. They could, they could, like, make it harder for you. So, like, you try to prioritize these guys. The problem is that these guys, the VIPs, when they come in, they're fucked up, man. They're more fucked up than the other people. Like, like they've been shot, like, 20 times and shit. You're like, you got to use up, like, 20 bandages or whatever to fix them up. And that's a lot of, that's a lot of healing items or whatever, right? So, like, it takes a while to, like, see these decisions kind of suck when it comes, when it comes down to it because you're like, Fuck, man, I, with the amount of supplies I'm using to save this one guy's life, I can save five other people. Like, why am I saving this guy, you know? But mm-hmm. you you kind of do it just to, like, later on you get a perk. Like, I saved two or three of them the last time I was playing. And, like, when I sent them back out to headquarters or, like, back to the front, I got, like, a letter from them saying, like, hey, man, I appreciate that you saved my life and I talked to my dad and, uh, we're going to give you some more supplies. So for like, they send me like extra, extra people I can hire or extra like war drafts or whatever, you know, or extra medicine. They'll send me extra shit. Or like another guy, I send them to the field of battle and then he came back shot again. And then I send him back out again. And then his brothers enlisted and they're like, Hey, yeah, we, we, you know, we appreciate you saving our brother's life twice. And uh, so now we join the military and we want to be medics. Even Private Ryan. We're like, oh, okay. Yeah, no shit. Literally, this guy got shot twice. Like, he was fucked up the first time. I sent him back out because the general was like, I really need this guy in the front line. He's like a real badass. He held off like, he held off, 
He yeah, like he held Daredevil. off like thirty people or whatever, like by himself. He was the last guy standing, and he killed thirty of the Germans. And I'm like, all right, all right, guy, chill. I'm gonna patch him up. I'll send him back out. You so give took, him a like, purple heart and send him home. Dang yeah, I, well, I could have, but it, but like, like no, like I need to send him back out. So I send him back out, and then like, fucking seven days later, here he comes back, all fucking shot up again. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? You got shot up again, man? Like, what the hell, dude? He's all fucked up. And then sometimes you can you can like upgrade your hospital to be able to amputate people. And you can, when you amputate people, it uses up half of the regular resources it would to operate them. So there's a regular operation, say it takes eight bandages or whatever, eight medicine supplies to do surgery on this guy. When you operate, it cuts the surgery down to two hours and it cuts that, that supply goes down to four because now you're using half of the supplies and way less time for your surgeons to operate on this guy, you know? And the time is critical when you're looking at, like, how long it takes to do surgery on people. That's all critical shit. Because, like I told you guys, your crew and, like, your surgeons and everyone that works for you, including, like, your engineers and everything, there's, like, an exhaustion meter. They get tired. So, like, if you overwork your surgeons, they will just collapse and they will not be able to work for, like, two days. So you don't want to push them to the brink of, like, oh, I'm going to push this guy all the way till he collapses because you can't, you know, like, you shouldn't be doing that. You, you know, if it means letting the people sit there and be in pain for a little bit longer while your surgeon rests, then you should do that. So it's kind of a, a different type of game gun. I don't know if you would like it or not. I don't know if you like Frostpunk. I know I did. Oh, yeah. Um, I love Frostpunk. I don't play this. It's like an interesting do, game. Yeah, but it's an interesting game, man. Check it out if you're into, yeah, if you're into like I did that on my wish list. From the pictures, it looks good too. At first, I pictured it as like a cartoon type game. Then I looked it up, and you know, it's it has more of a game. it has yeah. more of a Frostpunk style kind of, but it, it doesn't look, look like, like Frostpunk. It looks like an old school like Company of Heroes or something. But I know yeah, it's not a game. It's not an RTS. It's, it's all World War One, and like the thing is, when when there is a battle, there'll be like a little cutscene where it shows like the battle going on and that shit is kind of lame like the graphics are kind of bad on that like it's not even the same style of graphics it's like a cartoony like still images and sounds and shit oh, so it's yeah. not really that's what that they do in early access so i was like uh we'll see i don't know i don't even know is this game early access i don't think it is man i think you know i was looking at kind of looking at reviews it's got like a mixed right now yeah like I said, um, so that I just assume... yeah. Does it say? Does it say it is? Or at least I don't see where it says early access. Yeah, I don't think it is. Anyways, but that's pretty much what I've played, man. I, I've played a lot of that game, a lot of Call of Duty, World War a lot World. of Frostpunk, and a lot of uh, other shit. So, uh, oh, I played some more Avatar. Yeah, how's that feeling? I haven't, I haven't touched that game. I finally got my my little bird creature thing or whatever, which that opens up the game a lot because. When you're first in the game, you don't have that bird creature for like a long time. And then 
when you finally get them, you can really go anywhere now. Like the like the map is huge from the beginning, but once you get that bird creature, you're like, oh, okay, I could just call this motherfucker and he'll come and swoop me up and and we'll, we'll fly anywhere I need to go, right? And you can shoot from your bird creature. You can shoot your gun, your your bows and arrows. You could jump off of him too, like in the middle of the air. You just jump off of him. And, like, jump onto a helicopter and start fucking melee in the helicopter and shit. You can do all kinds of crazy shit in the game. Um, but it's, it's it's a lot of fun, man. The game is it's very good looking. That game, every time I play it, I'm just, like, walking around. I'm like, god damn, like, this is beautiful. Like, like all the plants. All the, like, they did all that shit they do in the movie, guys. Like, all the little bioluminescent shit, you know, where, like, the plants are glowing and the water glows and the fucking... The caves are glowing and shit, and the, the fucking flowers and the algae. Everything fucking glows in the game, right? Like blue or green or red or whatever. And, like, that shit is cool as fuck. When you're running around the jungle, you're like, wow, that's super cool. One thing that did happen to me, though, when I was getting my stupid bird creature. Okay, so you have to do, like, this trial. Like, like some fucking rite of passage or whatever the fuck to get up to your... To get your creature, right? You have to do, like, this rite of passage. Because you're, like, in then in the movie, uh, didn't they have to like, like kind of like tame it? They have to like ride it yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah, you have, to, you have to do that. Yeah, you have to put your tail in its tail, but you also have to like, you have to get to it. So you have to climb up this fucking like, you go to one of the floating mountain things or whatever. Then you start climbing up it, and you keep going up, and you keep going up, and then the motherfucker, you see him, and then he flies away from you. Then you got to keep going higher. Then you keep going higher and higher and higher oh, and monster higher. Monster hunter. Okay, Gunny, listen, I got all the way to the top. I'm at the top of this fucking floating rock mountain shit. And then I go to, up to the stupid creature and the guy's like, whoa, whoa, like, don't don't try to run up there. Like, he will fucking, like, you know, try to, like, fuck you up. So I'm running up there. And, I, like, it says press X or whatever or press A to, like, tame him or whatever. Or, like, put your hands up or whatever. So you're kind of pressing A to walk up to it to, like, like, say, hey, look, I'm not fucking going to hurt you or whatever. And then I walked up to it and I fucking, I don't know what I did, but the motherfucker flapped its wings, dude. And it knocked me back, right, because of the wind. It knocked my character back, but it knocked me into the fucking hole in the middle of the fucking, like, mountain. There's like a hole. <laughs> and now guess what? Now I'm falling, like, 1,000 feet from the fucking sky into the jungle, just free falling, dude, like, in the sky, like... Like, I'm fucking skydiving, just all the way down. And, like, it takes, like, 20 seconds for my character to hit the ground. And I thought, oh, fuck, I fucked up. I'm going to be dead. No, you know what happened? I fucking hit a bunch of trees, and the trees broke my fall to where when I hit the ground, I had, like, a sliver of health left, but my guy was still <laughs> alive. But you know what pissed me off about that, right? You, you got to climb all the way back up. Yes, because my guy's still alive. It doesn't reset my checkpoint. Now Ooh, I have yeah. to. Okay, now I have to a find where the fucking entrance was to the stupid fucking mountain because it was like some super secret fucking entrance to get up there in the first place. Now, second, I have to climb all the way up this fucking mountain a second time. Oh, and it really made me do that. It really made me fucking like it didn't it didn't say like, oh, oh, you fall off the mountain. Do you want to reload a checkpoint? No, it's like fuck you, man. You fall off the mountain. Your dumbass has to climb that shit all over again. 
And oh she man, more it, cautious than Jesus. It literally took me twenty minutes to climb that mountain again. I'm not fucking kidding. I had to find the entrance. Then I'm like, okay, this is the entrance. Okay, you know, at now least I'm in like up the mountain. At least in like uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, when you punch the horse accidentally instead of getting on it, it would it kicked you and probably half the time killed you. It would respawn you right next to the horse again. But yeah, I man, no, this shit. Like, this shit was like, fuck you, man. You fucked up. You're gonna go up that mountain again. And so. Anyways, I got my stupid bird creature. I don't even know what I named him. You can pick like a name. So it's weird because this game, you're like a halfy, you're a halfy avatar guy. Because you're like an avatar person. What the fuck are they called? What are the avatar people called, Gunny? You know. I, uh, I forgot. What the fuck are the avatar people called, Mayo? The, the creatures or the humans? The creatures. The alien, Navi? whatever you want to call it. The Navis, yes. Navis, you're a Navi. Yeah. I was going to say Avon? Okay. No, I forgot. Avon? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Listen, you're, you're the really? fucking... <laughs> the only reason I, this is, not it. I was like, it oh, last that's week. not it. You watched it last week? No, you mentioned it last week. And I was like, oh yeah, oh. that's what they were called. No, but what are the... I was thinking of the hybrids too. The, the human slash alien. I don't know what those are. But anyways, in this game, you start off as a little Navi, like a little kid Navi thing. Like a little alien Navi kid thing. But you're being raised by the humans to learn the human ways to become like an ambassador for the humans to the Navi people. So you're kinda of like a a fake Navi. Like you're not you're not you're a real Navi, but like you were taken as a baby from your tribe and raised by the humans or whatever, right? So in this game, like like, the, the Navi don't really like you, but they kind of have to like you because you're part of this tribe that got wiped out that were, like, super cool or whatever. And they're like, oh, man, you're one of them tribe. You're, I think they're called the Storytellers or some shit. Oh, you're one of the Storyteller tribe people. Whoa, man. And they're like, oh, yeah, bro, no big deal. I'm one of them Storyteller tribe people. And then, like, okay, then you get your stupid dragon, okay? And then you're you're flying around the skies and fucking shit up. But, like, I don't know. The game is okay. One of the coolest things that I thought the game had as a feature was, so I took out, like, this camp, like, this big, big, giant camp, guys. It was, like, a big camp. This fucking shit had turrets. It had those mech guys walking around everywhere. And, like, I had to... Yeah, I had to hack all the mechs. I had to hack all the turrets. And, like, what's cool is you have, like, this little hacking gun. And if you, if you, like, say there's, like, four mech guys walking around in a circle, and you hack all of them, you can, instead of, like, executing the hack, right, when you do it, you, you can store the hack, and you can store up to five different hacks. So once you have the five different hacks stored on your gun, you can press X to execute the hack, and at the same time, all those mechs will go down. So they will all be like, oh, what the fuck? And they can't move, right? And you could just run up there and melee the fucking mech, and your guy will rip out the fucking human from the mech. Like, he'll jump on the fucking front of it, punch the glass out, and, like, fucking rip out the guy from the mech and throw him out. And and it'll kill them or whatever. And that's fucking cool. I'm like, that's fucking sick. So is that but, is that time when you hack? Like, is there a timer? Let's say you do nothing. Like, is there just a timer before they re... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. There's like a, yeah, there's like a ten second delay by the time you hack him. So you have like ten seconds or so, maybe fifteen, to run up there and try to take them all out because 
And it does reset. Like they, they're able to reset their mechs after like that time or whatever. Their, their mechs will reset and then they start chasing you, and they do call for backup. So then, here comes a fucking helicopter with guess what? More mechs and more soldiers to fight. So now you're fighting more, more mechs. Sometimes the helicopter sticks around, and now you have to fight the helicopter, the mechs, the people, and then you're getting fucked up because the mechs. The mechs can move pretty fast, and they can pretty much do anything you can do. So, like wherever you can run to, yeah. they can pretty you much can run, run pretty there. fast too. I've noticed, and then you can just you climb can, up the tree, and you're you're kind of camouflaged. If you run far enough away, yeah, you can. But the mechs are fast, and they do keep up with you. Like you cannot just really outrun them straight in a straight line. You have to, if you try to outrun them, you want to like do some dodgy shit, like slide and slide under shit and, and climb up trees and do crazy shit like that to get away. Um, but like I said, this base, right, it was like all pristine and shit looking and I took the base out, right? I killed everyone in the base and then I, I blew up the tower or whatever the fuck they were doing, some fuel depot. So remember, like I told you guys before, everything was dead around the base, right? Like all the trees were dead, the animals were dying. So when I did that, you see all the plants kind of come back. So then I left, right? I left. I did some other missions or whatever. Then I came back through that area. And when I went through that area, I noticed that it was the same base. I'm like, holy shit, I've been here before. I'm like, that's that base that I took out. But the base was all covered in plants. Like, kind of like if you remember like the Jurassic Park movies where like the plants are taking over the walls and shit. Like there's plants growing on the walls and like... The, the vegetation's overtaking the building. That's what it looks like now. It's all it's all fucking broken down, and like the vegetation took over the building. I'm like, oh, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Like, that's a cool little feature. That's like very unique. I like that. It's, it's very cool. So just little touch, like little quality of life touches like that are pretty neat in games. And I thought that was kind of cool in that game. Um, but yeah, man. Like I said, there's. Not really a lot of complaints about the game. It just feels like a Far Cry, except you're a big giant blue fucking alien guy, and you will fuck the humans up if they fight you. Like like a little soldier guy, they they really can't really kill you. I mean, it's they can if there's a bunch of them, I guess. But mostly the mechs are the ones that you should be afraid of. The mechs will fuck you up, but the people you could kind of outrun them, dodge them, fuck them up, and and punch him and send him flying across the fucking land. So that's kind of cool. But yeah, I look forward to playing more of that and uh, flying around with my dragon thing or whatever. What the fuck ever it is. Looks like a dragon because it's red. But I don't know. But like I said, you can name your creature and it has like a list of names. And it's like weird, stupid names like Storm, Shadow, fucking what else? Give me something, something stupid like that. Uh, fucking Lightning, Thunder, fucking <laughs> names like that on the right, like the human names. Yeah. But on the left of those, on the left, they have it written out like the Navi names. So you're like, what the fuck? Like, which one do I pick? I pick some Navi name. I, I forget what the fuck it is. But it was it stands for storm, I think, is the one I picked. And then I made my dragon thing red. So I was like, the guy in the movie had a red one. I want a red one. Yeah. Cause the red one's like the coolest. So that's what I wanted. So yeah. 
and play some more Avatar eventually. And it I does support ultra wide. I'm, I'm more like that action type game. It is. It's pretty cool, man. You get a lot of like, they got a perk system with the perk points, and then like, once you get a little flying creature, you can put perks for that thing, um, and all kinds of crazy shit. And like, yeah, and if like, see, you jump off a cliff and you're falling down a very long way, you can call for your bird in midair, and he'll come swooping in, and like catch you in the middle of the air kind of like some tom cruise type shit you know it's pretty cool man (laughs) nice uh but yeah uh uh, (laughs) so i've been playing is that i played like one round of dead cells last night and i remember why i don't like the game because then you die and then you have to start (laughs) over i'm like this is why i don't like this game as much how how far did you make it i don't know i made it to the boss at the end and then i fought him and then i killed him and then some other stupid little some guy with some arrows, some bow and arrow. He was called like elite. Uh, All it said was elite on him. I don't know. Oh, he's just a regular enemy. That's not a. Oh, boss. was he? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I fought him and fucked elite. him up. They will. They will drop a little necklace for you that you can have like a couple scrolls on it. Like I think kind of like early level game, they'll give you like one scroll. And I'll have like yeah, a punch, like you'll have like a maybe fire when you do a. a ground pound or if you'll make poison when you dodge or something like that. Yeah, so that's an elite. Yeah, I uh Yeah, that's all I played guys. What about you? Um since you're talking about it, I played a lot of Dead Cells again. I've been continuing to to grind away at that game. That game it just had me hooked for a while. You were streaming that re- several re- nights in a row. I noticed on yeah, Steam. Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been playing, I've been grinding through it now too because I was stuck on, I was stuck on two BC for a really long time. I haven't played it for a while, and then Leahy started playing it, and it kind of got me interested in picking it up again. They had some new content and some, you know, free content, and so I, I started playing it again and got the free content, got some of the new weapons. I kept playing it, kept playing it. I'm like, man, I really want to get past two BC. So then I started doing some research and kind of kind of learned like the the method of like the path you want to take per se because each each boss cell level after you beat the game jesus it gets harder and you get less health in between your levels and yeah. so like where i'm at now you get no health between levels so it's it's just zero health all the way through you get the one jar you have and that's it so you have to like find food so you, you kind of pay attention more to where the food is hidden and try to use it like smartly. Like if you got full health, you can leave it on the ground and complete the rest of the map. And if you take damage later, you can warp back and go pick it up, you know, mm-hmm. instead of just selling for cash. But uh, I found then that there's like a couple levels in particular that have food shops like built into them. So you could go in and you could basically for 6,000 coin fill 65% of your health. So that kind of helps. If you go that way and you can keep 65% of your health before you get there, you can get yourself back to full health without using a flask and then work your way there. So then after that, it just became like learning the boss fights and uh, continuing to play those and just fighting the same bosses over the same, same route over and over and over. Because you can take different ways. And I've just been sticking to the same one, fighting the same bosses, and then just learning their patterns so I don't, I don't take as much damage at all. You know, going through them, I, I can pretty much fight the first boss like the concierge without taking a hit every time now 
and that's like even no matter on no matter what difficulty it is, pretty much just know his mm-hmm. pattern and stuff. And then the timekeeper, if I have like a shield or whatever, he's pretty easy to kill too. Like, and that leads you in the last level against the last boss. And he's he's always a hectic fight, but but um, I I did beat two BC, got to three BC, and everybody was saying that one's kind of like two point five. Really, it's not that much different from from two. And I was able to get through that one pretty quickly, and then a few runs later, I was able to get through four. So now I'm actually getting ready to start five. Um, five is the last BC level, and it opens up new content at the end of the game, which I have never seen. I've been anxious to see after having 300 hours in this game. I've never seen really what you would call the true ending in that game. So it's like, oh yeah, I can get into it. But but when I finished it on four BC, the the normal boss you kill at the end of the game he just drops a note, and he's supposed to give you a boss cell that unlocks the fifth one. And he's just like, go go see the giant. So basically, you have to start a game over again, and you have to go fight the giant instead of the last boss. So he's in a completely different area. So you have to run, take a different path, and go go kill this guy to get the last cell. And that will unlock the fifth, the fifth cell. So I beat the game on 4BC, but I didn't get the cell that I needed to move on to 5. So now i got to play it again and go back and kill the giant which I don't know that pattern as well. But uh, so I need to get used to that, going in there and, you know, and fighting him a couple times. His, his fight's not too bad, so I think I'll get to it, through it pretty pretty quickly, and I'll move on to 5, and let's see if I can beat 5 BC eventually here. But it's been grinding and grinding. I think I probably put another probably 30 hours in that game in probably the last two weeks. Damn. So just... Dang. And it's a lot, you know, and it's all it's all the same level. You know, it, it's it's randomly generated... But like the the biome is kind of the same, you know, the music is the same and the general environment is the same. So it's kind of, it's like, okay, I've seen this, done this, you know, kind of running through it. Sometimes I get in a rush, you know, and you just can't do that in that game because, again, health is at a premium. So you got to like slow down, pay attention, you know, and really be patient. But that game is so difficult. I was looking, I got some achievements and I was talking to Nico the other night and uh, I'm like, I wonder if the achievement is for like, you get an achievement for every boss cell. Like, I wonder how many people have actually beaten, you know, just to get regular game and then go to, like, 1 BC, 2 BC, and all that kind of stuff. And it's getting down there, like, um, I think right now where I'm at, on where I finished 4 BC, only, like, 7% of the players on Steam have, have finished 4 BC. So, like, I have some achievements that are, like, in the 6 and 7% range. Like, I have a couple that are, like, flawless against, like, certain bosses where I never took any damage. And those are like a, like a five percent, you know, like on Steam. So it's pretty, pretty rare. And it, it, I guess I don't know if it's just a lot of people that don't play it, but I think there's a decent amount of people that play Dead Cells. I think it was always a pretty popular game. It just it's just difficult, you know, like going through and yeah. You know, when people beat the last boss, you know, they're like, yeah, I beat the game, and yeah, they're finished. If, if right? you know, yeah. if you know the lore, like there is so much more to that game. After that boss, like, you have to get to 5 BC to see more. You know, there's, like, three or four levels after that boss and a whole new Seeker boss and and all that kind of stuff. So it's like, I want to go through and to see that content just because I've never gotten to see it. Mm-hmm. But, um... You know, I'll say one thing, Mayo, like, you know, watching you stream that game. And I've played it. I played it when it first came to Steam. I think I was the first one to buy it. And I was like, guys, there's a game out there. It's cool. Um, but... Yeah, and now me and Ryan, we have it on Xbox. I got it. Uh, I did have it. I played it on iOS as well, but um, I played it on everything. But um, but the the sound and the music, 
like you were using that the bat like pretty much like a baseball bat kind of oh, thing. Oh yeah, just, it was some uh it was very it was authentic and it was just it was like you were just cracking them, like just watching enemies explode, you know? Yeah, that that, that bat's kind of funny. That that bat is a, a weapon you unlock from uh, a Hotline Miami, actually. Yeah. They have uh, different weapons from different games. They incorporate them really well. And the bat is out of Hotline Miami. and It, it makes a little crit noise, and it's like a thunk of a bat. But uh, it only does it to somebody that's rooted. So they put it like stunned or like in a, in like a wolf trap or something where they can't move. You hit him with a bat and it makes that noise is what it what it does. And it shows like the number damage and stuff and like little cartoon numbers and stuff. There's there's so many cool weapons because they incorporate them, you know, from different games. Like uh I'm trying to think what it is like uh there's a weapon from Terraria. It's called like the star or something, right? And uh when you use that game in the game or they use that weapon in the game, you hit an enemy when it crits, it makes like a falling star, hit a random enemy on the map so like in terraria i guess it would it would cause like falling stars to come flying down from the sky and hitting enemies so they incorporate that into dead cells um a couple of the other weapons are the same way um from different games i'm trying to think what uh there's another sword that will will leave like a slash mark like when you beat the queen it's like some dlc content but like when the sword will leave like a slash mark in re they call it in reality and what it does, it'll crit anything it touches that slash mark that kind of lasts there for like a second. It's like a, think of like a lightning strike. You know, you see like a like a like a slash from lightning or whatever right right there. Anything it touches, it, it'll crit right there. And there's just all these conditions on every weapon that like how it crits, and they'll all play completely different. So you can do things like the baseball bat where it'll crit. There's these uh, you know, they crits when they're they're rooted. There's these like frying pans, and you can carry two of them. And they, it treats them like nunchucks, but they crit like when you hit somebody head on. You know, so if you roll behind them or whatever, it doesn't crit. So you want to just come against, you know, face to face with enemies and, and do it that way. And then there's like the Belmont's Whip from Castlevania. Um, there's stuff done there. Even, even in that, when you go to the Castlevania level, if you have uh, Belmont's Whip, you can hit the candles in the background and it will drop items. It drops little hearts. I don't know what they do. It's it's not health, but it'll drop little hearts like in old school Castlevania, and uh, oh, I that's the that only was, yeah. that's the only item in the game that would do that in that level. So if you try to hit him with any other weapons, it it won't it won't activate that. Like the that's just part of the background, you know. But if you have that whip, you can you can hit those and it'll it'll drop little items. Which maybe is really maybe cool. an Easter egg, right? Because I know in Castlevania you actually gain health from collecting those. Yeah, and then, I mean, there's just, like I said, there's so many Easter eggs and so many nods from other games because it literally has a Konami code. It'll give you a weapon. The whole up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, and then A, B. I don't think you have to hit select and start, but um, it'll give you this weapon. And, and you hold it in place. It's like a ball and chain, like a mace. And if you move your analog stick, you, you swing it around, and you can hit everything around in it. So it's like a little ball and chain. Kind of hard to use, but... Yeah, so many, so many weapons, so many items, so many different synergies you can get going. When I did beat it finally the one time, I had such a good run going. I was coming in, I was really strong. I had almost everything in brutality, and I got this weapon that uh, it basically crits when you take damage, and the crit is really high, so it'll last for like say like the next eight seconds after you take damage. So like when you use it against a boss, he hits you one time, you crit for like the next eight seconds after that. 
but then there's this perk you can put with it. It's a mutation um, that you can do. Uh, if you take damage, you do like 80% more damage and you receive 30% less. So if you have that equipped on top of that weapon, like a berserker it, almost, it, it, you know, you get, you're already getting a really high crit from the, the sword already crit because you took damage. Well then because of the mutation, you're getting another 80% multiplied on top of that. And it uses multiplication of like damage effects. So it actually just doesn't add it. So that's another 80 times damage of what you was already doing. So yeah, I've had crits for, you know, you can take like a quarter of a boss's health in like one hit. It's just like really cool once you get that, that synergy going, you know, and you get a couple items together and you're like, oh, okay. So like on the same weapon, I think I had, uh, if you hit a frozen enemy, it would do 175% more damage. And I was carrying an ice grenade with me. So I would freeze them and then, you know, hit the boss with that. So you'd hit the boss with an ice grenade hit him with the weapon a couple of times and he wasn't getting the crit because of what he didn't hit me. But then when he hit me, that's when I would turn around and get more massive damage. But you could just melt bosses sometimes when you had the right weapon combination. So, but just really fun. Like I said, the weapons is what makes the game good. And like the different unique style of play you can do, you can do range, you can do melee, you know, you can do, there's some that are really hard to use. Some that are really, really, really cool to use, you know? So, um, there's certain ones I don't like. There's like the Hayabusa. I, th- I think it's a reference to Ninja Gaiden. They have like Hayabusa boots and gloves. And then they have, uh, I seen like a, an outfit that makes reference to Sonic. Um, you have all these skins you can unlock and it's a blue, blue like skin you put on your character and you look kind of, looks kind of like Sonic without a, like a, like a hoodie type thing on. And then, uh, it, it makes reference to something about speed in the description of the, uh, the skin, but there's so many skins you can unlock and stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, you know, that's cool. But but besides besides good old Dead Cells I've been playing, I've been also playing the typical Baldur's Gate three. Not not nearly as much as I was like a week or two ago, but I kind of fallen off a little bit on it. But it's it's a good game. I just kind of like I've added more people. I've added like the double lady to my team and. And I had to try to figure out, like, okay, who do I want to take with me, you know? And I'm, like, figuring out this different group. But, you know, that's just, it's just Baldurgate. Working my way through still. Every once in a while I'll get in a fight and I'll die against a large army or something like that. I'll be like, all right, I'm good for the night. And I'll kind of turn it off and, and go back to maybe Dead Cells or whatever when I'm at the PC. But besides that, um, I was bored the other day and I was in the uh, living room. So I fired up the PlayStation and uh, I was looking at a couple games on there, and I played a little bit of uh, God of War Ragnarok. And I don't, I don't know if you played any of this, uh, Jesus. I, I know you, I think you probably got that edition as well when you got your PS5. But started playing it a little bit, but it, it just wasn't grabbing me. Like I played the last one, and I just got tired of doing the puzzle, the environmental puzzles like right away. So it just it's like. You know, in Ragnarok, it's just like, oh, look at the environmental puzzle. You know, come to this area, the fighting's fun. And then the story and everything is good. But just like working my way through these mines and everything, it's like, oh, look at this puzzle here. Okay, how do I get over there? You know, and so I, I kind of turned it off. And like I feel like I want to play something in the living room. I didn't know what. So I fired up the Xbox. And I decided to go back and try to play some High on Life. Or not High on Life, but uh, Hi-Fi Rush. And so before I, on my Xbox One X, you couldn't play, you could only stream it. 
so I would play it on the PC when I checked it out for the first time. So this time I went ahead and actually installed it on the uh, on my Series X. And so I, with with my Adobe Atmos soundbar and everything, it sounded really good. So I started playing some Hi-Fi Rush. I was enjoying that. I probably played like maybe like an hour, hour and a half of that. You know, and that, again, that's just, it keeps teaching about the rhythm of the combat and, and learning how to do the different, you know, stuff. We talked to the one uh, girl, Peppermint. She teaches you how to do, or you can buy different combos and stuff. And, you know, it would be like tap X, X, then like a pause between the beats and then a couple more X's. And it's like there's these combos you can buy and you can equip. So I've been doing that. You know, it's kind of playing through it. It's, it's, a, it's an okay enough game. It... It just every once in a while I'm just kind of like okay the jumping's kind of weird I that? feel like uh, Hi-Fi Rush okay yeah, I fired that up on the Xbox the other day um it, it's it's good I've been like I said I played it when it first came out and then I kind of dropped it because I, I was playing it on my PC because my Xbox One X it would not play it you had to stream it and so since I have a Series X I went ahead and installed it because I've been looking kind of for something to play that really wasn't completely like grabbing me so i ended up installing uh, assassin's creed bahala because i looked at it a couple of times i played it on the ubisoft uh monthly premium account that they had for a while there but uh i got rid of that account so then i didn't you know i quit paying for the premium so i didn't have access to it anymore so i didn't play it anymore and then i seen it come to game pass so i'm like oh i should play it on pc so i clicked on the pc to download it and uh, on the pc game pass and it said there's some kind of like requirement like something to do i had to do with ea i can't remember what it was I didn't feel like messing with it, so I just kind of like, no, cancel download, you know, kind of thing. And then, so I just fired it up on the Xbox, and I downloaded it on the Xbox. Started playing that a little bit today, actually. And, uh, yeah, it's Assassin's Creed Valhalla. It's kind of like the other ones, you know. It's just the Viking, the Viking area is really cool. The combat's really fun. You know, the open world, you know, running around and checking things out is, it's, it's fun, but, you know, nothing like, unique to report um then got bored of that then i was uh, messing around and i played a little bit of the prince of persia demo the new prince of persia game coming oh, yeah. out i forgot i forgot um, there was a demo kinda, for that game that kind of piqued my interest a little bit just because as a side scroller like dead cells I, I do enjoy side scrolling games i did play it just for a little bit but not to, not enough to really sink into it um if you are looking for right now, Gunny, you do have to get it on the Epic Store, and they do have a free demo if you kind of search search for it. They don't really put it out there for you, but there I was going to look on Xbox it. if it was on there. Yeah, there is there is one on Xbox as well because that's where I played it. But that's, and that's a good looking game for like a side scroller, and, it, and it's just your typical, you know, side scroll, and you hit like X to attack, and there's like a dodge button, and then there's like a heavy attack and a range attack. You know, but it's just a side scroller that, you know, you can, there's like different levels where you can find hidden paths, which on the demo, they kind of had them locked out where they wanted to keep you there on a more linear experience, they said, and to keep it spoiler free, these, which was kind of neat. Like, I've never really say that on, see them say that on a demo before where like, hey, we're going to do this. The, the game's going to be a little more linear than what it actually is, but it's going to keep the game from having too many spoilers for you, you know, so they kept me on this dedicated side-scrolling path where you couldn't really drop down and do any of these other hidden areas or nothing like that. But, I mean, that's... I think for the most part, that's probably, like, all I played. I didn't really play anything too too crazy. 
you know, besides dead cells, like I said, just getting into the, the higher BC level stuff. And hopefully by next week, I'll finish 5 BC and have that new boss that not too many people get to see and, and fight him and stuff. So I don't see hope. a demo on Xbox, so I will. I'll, I'll just go ahead and get it from uh, Epic. Yeah, I, I do know it's on Xbox, so that's where I have it. Yeah, it's on there. I just don't see the demo. Yeah, I can't remember what I did too. So I I searched it and it wasn't showing the demo. I think I had to go under free games maybe on the Xbox store and it was under there. Okay. Because I I quit looking and then I was kind of scrolling through the store and then then I seen it and I'm like, oh, here it is. And so then I downloaded it from there. Like I said, it's not real out there. And that game comes out really soon, I believe. I want to say in the next couple weeks. Maybe even in the next week, but like I said, it's a good game. It it has that Fortnite style graphics for the animation, like the characters look look kind of like that Fortnite cartoon looking way, but the environment and everything looks really good. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't know about you, Jesus and Gunny, but uh, I'm not a big fan of the way that like, that hand drawn cartoon character like almost look to them. You know, like yeah. Fortnite kind of like it's like a, I don't know how you describe it. Like it's not cel shaded, but they have that unique cartoon draw to them where it's, I'm like, eh, that right away yeah. was like a strike, a strike to me, you know, I'm like, eh, but I see a lot of games doing it nowadays. It looks like a lot of stuff from the, uh, yeah, a lot the of game stuff on Epic were, like that too. We're going to that art style. But that's, that's pretty much all I've been playing. I don't see it, man. Darn it. But hey, Guys, I I bought a new electronic device. Finally, something I was really excited for. Uh, so I did get the new OLED Steam Deck, the one terabyte, guys. Nice. Yeah, I I knew that's that was the one. Like, so when they first came out, I was like, yeah, I want one of those, you know. And and then when I heard about the OLEDs coming out, I was like, it's like, no, I'll wait for that one. But uh, yeah, so this one here is. Uh, so this is 90 hertz, one terabyte. It's got the etched glass, I guess the anti-glare. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, but it comes with a carrying case. And I don't know what the other stuff is, like where it says like Steam profile bundle, exclusive startup, and exclusive virtual keyboard thing. So I have nothing to compare it to since I've never had a Steam Deck before. You know, just from what I can see you know, watching it on YouTube or whatever comparisons and stuff. But mm-hmm. um yeah, so right off right off the gate, it's like it's like you just play like your fucking Steam games on there. And I guess there's from what I understand, like it'll ju- it'll just show games like, hey, this these games work great on the Steam Deck, you know, and it'll show like 50 in my library, right? They could be super small titles or the ones, you know, regular indie titles. Um but I've seen other people play like AAA games on there. Maybe take some more, you know, configuration like button layouts or using a different controller. Um, so, but yeah, the one one thing I've just been playing like a lot of is like uh, that game Brotato. Like, oh yeah, I, picked, I had that game on the Switch. So I think it was like a bundle mail. I could be wrong. So I brought, I bought Brotato and Death Must Die, and I think it was like not even $10 for both of those games. And so one of the games that I, I always keep going back to is Brotato. 
Like, so I think now I've got like seven of the characters unlocked. Yeah, it's weird how you unlock the different characters and they have like like the one guy with a patch over his eye and then I can't remember which ones I have. I have probably about that many as well. I didn't play yeah, it a so- lot. I, I played it on the plane ride to Arizona when I did our trip to Arizona. I was looking for something to play, so I bought it on the Switch. And it was like maybe like $3 or something like that on the Switch. And so I picked it up. And it's basically like Vampire Survivors Jesus where you just walk around and it auto attacks. And uh, you get like money and in between rounds you can do upgrades. Right, if I'm a right, right, Gunny. Yeah, that's... yeah. So, so, but think of Vampire Survivors, but on a smaller arena, like it, like they're just, they're just not big. Like you can just one of the things, like it, it keeps like, like for example, these trees will just pop up, and I guess that's where you can get more currency, right? I, I assume that's what's dropping out of there, like the, the gems or I don't know, do they call it food or something? I don't know. It's not health or anything, but either way, yeah, I'm picking it's, it's those like up. A currency. You are picking up the currency like once you kill an enemy, um, and it's just like a one one kind of currency, right? So, and so you're picking those up, and you want to, especially in the beginning. One thing I've noticed like you want to pick up as many as possible, so you can. Their enemies are not hard, so you can get as close as possible, whether you're a ranged or a melee character, um, because I think they're only like what fifteen twenty seconds, maybe fifteen seconds for the first couple rounds. Yeah, something uh, like that. For several. It's really quick. So, and some of the things that drop are like, they will drop those little boxes too. And I think that's like an extra kind of a perk or an item that you can pick up. And you get the choice too, which is cool, right? So it'll say like, hey, do you want to keep this item or recycle it? What do you want to do? Um, but outside of that, like once you do complete a level or a wave or whatever, then it will go in and say, all right, well, choose, you know, choose from any of these like four or five different, uh, they could be weapons. They could be uh, like other kind of perks, right? So, or, or you can re-roll it, right? Depending on your currency. Um, and I think even like, it doesn't matter what character you choose, right? The kind of the default is like your, he's called the well-rounded character. <laughs> um, you know, you can pick up, you can make even like the character where you start off like, Hey, this guy's kind of a more of a slower character, but he's more melee, but you can still equip weapons on the guy, you know, still, still put all kinds of, you know, shotguns and laser beams and whatever else. I think there's like, like trying to think off memory. There's like nine different weapons. I think that's like your max. Um, and so, but on the item side of things, what I've noticed, Mayo, is the more and more I've played this game, those seem to be unlimited. Like, because now I've got like a little scroll bar on the side because I now started a new line of items. I'm like, sweet, you know? Yeah, this game's I, I awesome. think I ran into that too. Um, it's been a while now, but I remember it being a little scroll. Like, you just get so many weapons. And then, Gunny, I don't you know if it took me a while to figure this out. But I didn't know if you knew. So, if you have like two of the same gun and they're the same level, you can, you can combine, combine them. them. Yeah, yeah so I you did can that. Combine them and make a like a higher level gun out of it too. So instead was... of having like two or three like level one pistols, you can combine combine them and make you know like a level two or level three pistol out of it. Yeah. So what would you? So it's like it turns it into like a a rare or whatever. So it'll go yeah, from no, black do to a blue more damage. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I did that when I went to like okay, I guess I'll recycle it. It's like wait, combine. Oh, okay. Shit. I guess I can combine it with the other uh common 
gun. So boom, there it becomes like a yeah. Well, like you can even do the higher level like, ones. So if you like make make like a level three pistol, and then you make another level three pistol, you can take the two level threes and combine them into a new level. Sweet. I haven't gotten that far yet, but I'm I'm definitely going to because um, I I just keep going back to it, unlocking more characters. That game's so much fun. Um, but the other one I picked up was Death Must Die, right? Isn't it the name of that game? Um, that yeah, sounds, so, that sounds right. And so, do you play this, right? I think it's the one. Is that the cartoon and like Grim Reaper looking character? Yeah, so I'd say sixty four. Sixty four bit, yeah, roguelike. Um, and so I haven't played too much of it, but I've, I want to. It's kind of like playing out to where. Like, oh, hey, there's a second character now. I, I haven't gotten to a point where it's like, hey, there's a choice or whatever. It just it's kind of going through this thing where you're in a, this dungeon castle up on top of this mountain. But yeah, so go back to thinking like, um, you know, the vampire survivors thing. So it seems like the map is pretty big. I haven't traversed or, around it, but um, more like a, you know, almost like you're playing. It's, it's Diablo like, right? So. And he can, your character can do like auto battle, like our auto shoot or whatever you want to call it. Um, but also I think on the, so on the steam deck, I'm playing, you know, with a controller, obviously. So I think it's like L1 or something like that. Like you can, that's where it'll, it'll just like just auto fight or whatever, but you can take, just toggle that off and then just go in the direction that you want to go ahead and, uh, fight so i had uh i have have a nice death this one i was thinking of it's different yeah i don't have this one so one of the things like it does like there is like a mini map in the game so it'll show you like a little yellow dot or whatever like hey there's something over here right so that could be like again like in diablo where it's like okay you're doing 29 percent more damage or something elemental damage or you know whatever it is and i think it's based on a timer i'm not 100 percent sure um, even though I don't see one in the map or where it's like a, you know, like a countdown or whatever, um, it's usually like, I usually just go until I can't anymore and I just get killed. But then, you know, uh, you know, somebody will show up on the screen and be like, oh, hey, you know, like, you just think you're a real badass, you know, like here, try this on for size. And then you get like, again, with the rogue situation where you're like, you get to choose from four different items, you know, like more melee damage or leave a stream of fire behind you when you dodge, you know, stuff like that. So, um, and then they'll usually just send out like a, kind of like a big knight will start chasing you, you know, and you can only run so far and you got to keep dodging. But at the same time, you're doing damage to that, that enemy. Um, and then you'll get to a point after that, where you'll get like these green blobs coming after you. And then you kind of get, you kind of get circled in, right? So then you're like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> but I've made it out of there, I think twice so far, Mayo, where I'm like, oh, I was able to, to keep them off and, you know, kill the majority of them and then actually get out from under it and, uh, you know, keep moving. So, but it kind of keeps progressing like the story thing where, you know, you got to go back to your, to that mountain castle thing. And um, over there, now I've got the store unlock where I can purchase items. Um, so I think I want to say, I don't know if I'm a wizard or something like that, if we're, that's who I'm playing as right now. So there's obviously items where, Hey, the knight, I can't wear armor's knight or whatever. 
I can store it in the box. I can keep it in my inventory. So obviously I'm going to store it over there, you know, and maybe buy a better, you know, a higher robe or something. So I'm like, sweet, man, this game's, this game's pretty damn good. But, uh, yeah, I definitely plan on playing more of that, you know, leveling up characters and stuff. So see what, who else I can unlock. But yeah, those are the games I've been playing on the deck the most. Um, but back to the deck itself. So, so far, uh, controls feel really good. It feels like, you know, playing on an Xbox controller, you know, left trigger, right trigger, just like on the PlayStation 4, you know. Um, but it's got the really configuration of Xbox. With, with the size and the, just like the layout of the, the deck itself. Like compared to the Switch, it's a lot bigger than what the Switch is. Yeah, I was surprised. Like I, I was like, oh wow, this thing's actually longer, like than I thought. Yeah. I thought the screen was bigger, you know, because I, I haven't had a switch in so long. But yeah, when I first arrived, I was like, wow, this thing's actually pretty big. Uh and it's you know, it's pretty hefty, you know, like it's got it's got weight to it. Um Yeah, so pretty happy with uh you know, it just feels like I'm holding an Xbox controller. You know, and it, and it's got the it's got the touchpad to it. But one of the things, guys, I was like, I know you saw me put it in Discord where, uh, you know, with it being Steam, you can add non-Steam games, you can add ROMs, and I mean, the list goes on and on, right? So mm -hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, well, how do I how do I put Xbox Cloud Play into it, right? I've seen people do it on the desktop on Steam, um, but I'm like, okay, well, how the hell do I do it on here? So if you want to go the free the free way of it, it's, I mean, it was not easy for me, right? Because I'm so used to having a mouse and a keyboard and, you know, and, and even still, like, I don't do stuff like that even on my own, my own Steam account, right? I just buy the games. They've got their own nice art icons to them and I play them, you know, and I, and I use simple mods only, you know, like the ones that download and just work in a game. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I'm actually going to do this. But man, it was hard with trying to, you know, just like watch YouTube videos and use a touchpad because it's got like. So I don't know if you ever played it, Mayo, but so if you take like your right thumb on the on the thumb pad and you kind of flick it across, you can kind of feel it like roll across, you know, the screen. Mm -hmm. Does that does that make sense? So it's like uh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't use it. I only seen my boys and it was turned off, and so I never actually tried using it. It's got like a little rumble to it, right? So if you kind of like you know, you give it more movement, right? The more it's going to move across the screen. Um, so yeah, just like, I feel like I'm trying to like ice skate for the first time or something, but uh, best way to describe it. So I'm like, all right, so what's the free way to do this? So the freeway was, uh, crap. I think it was like, I had to download the browser first, you know, which was like edge or whatever. Uh, I probably could have done it with like this default one, the Mozilla one, but either way. So do that. And then it was, um, shit, I even forgot like the next steps to it of, of what it was, but basically it was like, you got to download Proton or something like, you know, make it compatible. And you got to do like copy and paste, uh, this text that this guy had, which would, you know, what you actually need for it to actually run in the directory, uh, you know, when you do install it on Steam. But the other thing I kept getting confused with, Mayo, so on this Steam Deck, you've got, and I'm just going to look at it right here. So it's got like a a, a gaming mode, right? Mm -hmm. um, which is like, 
you know, the game mode is just more like, like just how it looks on the screen. Everything is just there. There's no like windows or anything outside of it. Um, but I'm just going to hold down the steam button because sometimes I can do that. So, or if I just hold down the power button, I can switch it to the desktop mode. So, and I guess like in the desktop mode is where you, you could do a lot of that background stuff. Um, yeah, it's probably more like a PC then, so you can get pretty Game much. It feels like a PC in in this version in the desktop mode. So it's probably uh, like, like I know, like on Steam, like you you were going to like big picture mode on Steam. Yeah, yeah. It, it's probably what you have. You probably have like a big picture mode that's built in on your Steam Deck, and then you could have like a Windows mo- mode. You know, we pretty much know the Windows mode, and I do know like if you go to Steam Gunny, you yeah. can unlock. You can use your Steam points. And unlock new starting screens and stuff that are really cool for the for the Steam Deck. Oh, okay. As you can see, mine's blank right now. Yeah, so you can get different like startup animations and stuff, and it actually works on the PC as well. Um, I ac- accidentally the other day I had my uh, my Xbox controller hooked up to it, and I hit the Xbox Jewel up on the top, and it switched my Steam to the uh, big picture mode, and it gave me this crazy little animation at the beginning. I'm like, oh, what the heck is this? It took me a minute to get back out of it because I never usually mess with it that way. But yeah. um, evidently it works on the desktop mode as well. And I have a ton of Steam points. I have like, I don't know, hundred like 100,000 Steam points or something like that from buying games and stuff like that. So you probably have a lot as well. And so you can get these free startup animations and stuff like that for your Steam Deck, which is cool. And then you can change it up how it starts and stuff. Yeah, so when it starts, you know what it looks like? It's got like this like... You can see that like Steam icon. It's hardly a Steam icon, but it's funny. It reminds me of something from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say something out of a Mario game or something. I don't know what it, it remind, is. It reminds like, me of something like from Pokemon. Like Pokemon. A that's ball. what I was thinking of. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that's that looks like of. Pokemon or something. Yeah, I was trying to think of what it was. Like it looks like a Pokeball. Yeah, or or half of it. But uh, so other than that, like so, for example, as you can see, I installed Discord. Just for the hell of it, that stuff. That stuff is easy. Again, just being in the desktop mode of things, and then it also has Steam on here, Mayo. So that's another thing, right? So then, mm-hmm. if I go to that Steam application, I'm not exactly in the gaming mode. I'm in. I'm just more like it looks more like what, what it is on my PC, like the desktop mode. Yeah. Well, yeah, like the desktop mode. I don't know, it's a little confusing for me because, you know, I'm not very super tech savvy and I've never installed any ROMs or anything. I never wanted to break my computer, uh, you know, ruin it or whatever, like download some kind of viruses or something. But yeah, um, but yeah, I did get that installed. I just haven't like, I just don't have an icon for it. Um, but you can, there's so much you can do to this thing, like install all the launchers. Um, and then there's like an easy way, uh, you know, or a more simplified way of doing things. And then there's like the harder, you know, kind of, kind of do it yourself way of putting launchers on the steam deck itself. So, um, I'll probably go with like some of the videos I watched. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go with that easy way of what they talked about and you know, that the way that they recommend doing it, um, but also, I do want to get like I probably need a Bluetooth mouse. I, I mean, I, just for stuff like that. It just mm-hmm. I don't know. It just trying to use my right thumb on a fucking thumbpad is like, ah, you know, because then it's hard for me to remember. Like, well, wait, what was 
what's left click? What is left click? Oh, that was left trigger. Or, you know, L1, not left trigger. Uh, what's right? What's the right click? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm going to wait until I get that Bluetooth mouse before I start fucking with it. So, Are you going to mess with this in desktop mode then? Is that what you're going to do? Or Well, yeah, I guess, I guess like, probably... I mean, Are going like to get, like, a stand for it? Or not the stand, but you know what I mean? The, the, the dock. Well, the dock, okay. Yeah. So, yes, I was. I did have the dock in my Amazon cart uh, up until about a couple of hours ago, guys, because... But literally, like my mic, I my blue yeti broke, so I broke that last week. I think, <laughs> I think. Oh, I know what it broke, guys. When Jesus, remember we were gonna, we were gonna, we were gonna record last week or whatever, because I've no. noticed in my recording software, I was like, why am I all blown out? Like I don't understand what's going on. But then I realized today before we started recording that yeah, even my uh, the gain's not working on there, so it doesn't even show up on the audio it just shows as kind of a default device and after forums and reading everything it just yeah it pretty much says like you probably fucked it up or whatever like it just yeah <laughs> you it just says pretty much get a new one that's what it says and that's that's the blue yeti people over there saying yeah just buy a new one so so the wouldn't, wouldn't, using... wouldn't it be cheaper to just buy like a like a new wire for it, maybe? I did buy it. So this is my second wire that I bought for this because I think what ends up happening is I always end up hitting it with my right hand. And if I hit it, like where it connects into the microphone, it'll like actually cut out for a second. I think I just did that too many times. And I think that's what made it short out, I guess, is maybe lack of a better, better term. Uh, because, yeah, my son was in here last week and I went boom and I hit it. Uh, just barely touched it and it went out. But when it came back on, it just said, nope, default device. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it'll come back. So I came, turned the PC on the next day, was uh, go to play games. Huh, that's funny. It's not disconnect it, reconnect it, uh, disable <laughs> it, re-enable it. Yeah, pretty much the forums say, yeah, it's it's internally like the software is not there anymore. So, Fuck yeah, up, that tells man. me it's it's, it's dead. It's dead. So I'm using the mic I'm using it right now, guys, is the one I first started using the podcast with. So luckily I, I had this one in the drawer. So that way I can actually do there's more stuff I can do on the PC with this, uh, rather than trying to speak to an iPad or something or a phone. But um yeah. yeah, so I'll probably get the same blue yeti. I was really happy with it. Um or yeah, or get something better. We'll see how it goes. Uh, but let's see what else have I been playing. Oh, the other thing I played on the Switch Mayo and bought was a uh, Wall World, because I know Ghost Nico also has this game. We were playing it at the same time. I don't know too much about it. I think I think this is Ryan's game, right? I think yeah, he played the hell out of this. I knew I heard the name before. Yeah, so I'm just like early on, like you just you start off with a machine. Uh, it looks like a spider climbing a wall, this metal machine. Uh, I haven't, I haven't researched, you know, YouTube anything. So I'm just like, all right, I guess I found a hole. I'll just get out and just start digging like a, kind of like a, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, what am I thinking here? Like, I don't know, Minecraft or something. No, but it's more of a side scroller, right? So you're just like digging like Terraria, you know, uh, picking up stuff. But yeah. And then I think you, you can kind of like, once you go in a little bit, you can hear your, 
your spider crawling machine or whatever getting attacked and you have to like run back and get in and and shoot the enemies off of it but yeah after after a little bit like i didn't hear it or whatever so then yeah i got destroyed so i'll probably watch the tutorial videos just kind of show what the hell am i doing with all these items i have no idea but yeah ryan talked this game up so i'll definitely be playing more of it uh let's see last week guys i don't know what it was but last week i was like fuck i really want to get uh resident evil 4 but I knew I was like, I don't know if I want to spend the money. I really want to play it. I, I think I'm just waiting for that thing to come down to 20 bucks. But good luck with that, right? I've got it in my wish list. It's I'm always checking CD keys. But uh, anyway, I just fired up Resident Evil 2. Um, and kind of went back to that game. And I thought, you know, I can kind of run through this. I think I can run through it pretty quick. So I just ran the whole time. I didn't obviously didn't finish the game. Um you know, like I did the last time I made it to the very end. But, uh, yeah, man, it just, uh, what a great game. I just remember having a lot of good memories with this game. So I'm playing as Claire in Claire's Story. So, yeah, I'm going to try and beat it on Claire's Story. Uh, who was the other guy? I forgot his name. But, um, yeah, so that's that's my plan for that. And uh, not waste so much ammo on Mr. X. <laughs> I think that's... That's one thing in the last playthrough. I'm like, just trying to kill the guy, you know? Like, I guess he's actually unkillable. Uh, I'll just keep running from him as much as I possibly can. So, yeah, that was Chris Chris Redfield. That's who I played uh, the last time. Uh, I just need to get the uh, better weapons this time. So, uh, let's see. Anything else? Probably just a lot of Satisfactory. A lot of that came home yesterday. Played a lot more of that get my creative skills up with blueprints and roads and trains and stuff like that. And, uh, get all my resources made. So unlock everything. Always tempting. I'm always tempted guys like, Oh man, I'm going to, I'm going to cheat more. You know, I'm going to get better pipes and, uh, shit, <laughs> you know, unlock more fucking higher machines. But I'm like, I'm always trying to hold back on that too. So I'm like, no, I gotta, I gotta do this stuff naturally for the most part. So, even though I'm using like a ton of mods on the game, there's still limitations as to, you know, kind of what you can do. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, did I play more, uh, Be Castled? I probably did. It's, I haven't played it on, on the Steam Deck itself. I've just been playing that on Steam. So, it's downloaded. It's ready to go, Jesus. But, uh, yeah, overall, loving the Steam Deck so far. Great playing games on the go at work. When I'm not driving, it's a lot of fun. That's all I got, Jesus. Got to right. go there on the job driving now with his Steam Deck in hand. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was playing it on Wednesday. I'm like, oh, I get like 30 minutes. Here we go. 45 minutes. Bam. Get some overtime. That's overtime Gun, money right there. Gunny's over at his job like, like trying to give him to buy him a Tesla truck, a cyber truck. That way it drive itself. <laughs> I feel like I can just sit and ride with it that. and play. I would think we'd go to that, man. I would think we'd be like, hey, uh, you know, driverless trucks, but you got to stay in the vehicle or whatever, in the passenger seat. That all happened. Oh, that's perfect for a Steam Deck, I thought. That all happened. Yeah. It's going to happen. It's bound oh, to happen. Yeah. It'll be driverless trucks, but you'll have to back him into the docks. They've already got those driverless trucks. I don't know where they're at, but yeah. 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 
Anyways, it's news time. Let's get into some news, gentlemen. Some news. We got the news for you. Besides the weather being fucked up across our whole country, Sony took an opportunity at CES to unveil a new car. That's right. During CES 2024, Sony's press conference, Sony and Honda have now partnered up and produced something called the Afila. A-F-E-E-L-A. Afila. Afila. Okay. This is the new... This is a new vehicle, okay? Okay, male. It's a new electric vehicle, okay? It has an ultra-mega, okay, not just ultra, an ultra-mega widescreen dash, male, okay? Ultra-mega. Okay? Ultra-mega. What a name. Okay. And uh, anyways, uh, it has like a bunch of fucking shit. Uh, let me go look at the splits. You guys want some specs here? Yeah. You guys want, you guys want specs. I, I didn't know. watch the video. All right. So I'm at their website right now for this fucking car. Okay. Listen. All right, so uh, whatever, whatever, blah blah blah, blah blah blah. So uh, so there's gonna be a an AI Mayo Mayo an AI assistant in the car with you. The back seats will have entertainment experiences with two dual monitors on the back headrest of the passenger and driver's seat. Okay. It's going to have noise-canceling technology to make the noise from the outside not hearable, which is kind of weird. It's also going to have spatial audio, Mayo and Gunny. Spatial audio. Multiple speakers throughout the cabin will deliver mind-blowing sound. It will also have AR navigation. Okay. AR navigation. It will also have... Yeah, it will also have uh, mobile intelligence. We'll be able to, like, so as you're walking up to the car, the car will know, hey, Gunny's walking up to the car. Let me open the door for Gunny. The car will open the door for you, Gunny, as you walk up to it, Gunny. Isn't that some shit? Okay. What else does this car have? Automated parking. The motherfucker parks itself. It has 360-degree cameras, AI driving assistance, uh, whatever, a bunch of other shit. And it's also going to be powered by Unreal Engine 5. Is that the new one? Or 6? Yes. It's 5, right? Yes. Yeah. Whichever the newest one is, the newest Unreal is what is going to be used to make the graphics on the screen work. So there you go, Kenny. You excited for this new car? Uh, I wouldn't mind getting one of those. How much do you think it's going to be? I'm going to say 
80, 80,000. I think Sorry. so too. Sony brought it on stage. They drove it onto the stage using the PlayStation 5 controller. So there's that. So there's that. All right. We're done with that news. Moving on to more news here. Rocksteady is claiming that Suicide Squad is easily their biggest game in terms of story. Okay. So, sure, uh, so they lifted the alpha test NDAs this week. And uh, so uh, they said that uh, whatever, like, like, it's the biggest story they ever made for this game, ever. Any game they ever made. Even, like, all the Batman games. So, I don't know. I think this game might be kind of cool, man. I kind of want to play it. I think I'm going to buy it. So, this was the game that, when they showed it off this last kind of fall, like, everybody was kind of, like, shitting all over it. Was that the same game I'm thinking of? No, maybe it is. I don't know. Right? They, I don't know. The internet just kind of went with the... Torches and yeah, I don't I mean I don't know, man. I don't, think, like, I don't know if it was that one or not. And they said, "Oh, we're gonna go back and you know work on the game more." Like even though they just showed it, it wasn't ready for like presentation. I mean, for a playable demo or anything. Their website is weird. It's like you go to the website for the game, and there's like no graphics of it. Just like pre-order. You could pre-order the standard edition or the deluxe edition. And all it has is bullet points, but it doesn't have like any like screenshots or fucking trailers or anything on the oh okay, here we go. Here's the videos. All right. You know, no. It looks like a a good time. Just fucking whatever. It comes out the thirtieth of this month, doesn't it? Yeah. Is this one of those, get it early if you, yeah, okay, that's what it is. If you pre-order the deluxe edition, you can play it 72 hours, 72 hours early. If you order the Hobo Standard Edition, you have to play on the 2nd of February. What game but, was it? Suicide Squad. Oh, okay, yeah. My internet cut out for a minute, and then I was able to sneak back in. It says Another cold. news. It doesn't work. Prince of Persia. The Lost Crown is a character that's voiced by a text-to-speech program. That's right. Okay. The in-game character named Kalex was voiced using TTS, a popular program among streamers. So, there's that. No one knows why they decided to do that, but they did. Maybe like a I test, kind of. We'll put regular yeah, people in there and then have it as like a test. Like, hey, how, how stupid are people? Can we fool them with, with? Yeah, will they notice? Yeah, but I don't know. Right? Another news. Fucking Ubisoft doing their typical Ubisoft shit. In other news, Nintendo Switch Two. Everything we know. All right. After seven years on the market. 130 million consoles sold and more than 1 billion games sold on it. 
It looks like 2024 could be the year that Nintendo announces the new Switch follow-up. So uh, people are reporting, Digital Foundry reported, the Switch 2 may use NVIDIA's new custom variant T239 processor. So there's that. And they could be capable. So let's say if they use that, that, that processor, Mayo, mm-hmm. and the specs on what they believe the specs are going to be, that this device may be able to run Death Stranding at 1080p at an average of 35 frames per second. Yeah, to me that wow. don't sound super that don't sound super impressive to me because wasn't it Apple like talking about it in their last phone they had? It would play yeah. Death Stranding. Yeah. So it's like How does Death Stranding run on an iPhone? I don't know. I don't I don't know either. Like what's the performance? It has to be thirty, right? There ain't no way they're doing sixty. Yeah. A higher refresh rate, but Or it could be a lower resolution. You know, the resolution could change the performance oh, quite true. a bit. Be on a smaller screen, you could probably get away with 1080p or 720p. Yeah, like I said, I'm playing uh, Resident Evil 4 on iOS. There's like a health, uh, pretty nice demo on there, but I think it has to be the 15 or the I- new iPad Pro. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. But it's probably at 30 frames. People are speculating that the announcement will be before April 1st, due to the fact that April 1st is the the day that the financial, the fiscal year ends for Nintendo. They're at an all-time high on their stocks, and they think that they're going to do that to bump up the numbers a little bit higher before they close the year out. The launch will probably be this fall. How much it will cost? Probably around $400 with $70 games. The original Switch launched at $300. Okay. All right. And it's widely expected, guys, widely expected here, that they will have a Mario Kart 9 at launch with this game. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, Mario Kart 9 with the new twist, they say. This is all speculation. We don't know that fucking any of this shit's going to happen. May, may happen. May not happen. Do you, do you think, uh, what was that Mario Kart that they came out with had the uh, the RC car? You know what I'm talking about? You set oh, it up yeah. in your home. Yeah. Maybe, I wonder if that was like a test for something new that they're going to come out with. You know you know how Nintendo likes to be coming kind of gimmicky yeah. with things. You know, so I wonder if they had something up their sleeve and that was kind of a test. And we'll get something unique. We're going to get cardboard carts. <laughs> there you and go, you yeah. get to you get to sit in it and you drive it around your neighborhood with the switch attached to the steering wheel. No, a partnership with Lego where you can build your own track out of Legos and have Lego uh, Mario cars, and then you could race them on the cart and see it on your video game screen. There you go, some cardboard carts you could put on a Lego track to drive around. In other news, January 18th is shaping up to be a special day for Xbox gamers as the Xbox Developer Direct is happening that day. People are expecting new information for The Elder Scrolls Online, the release of Prince of Persia, The Last Crown, and the addition of a brand new Day 1 Xbox Game Pass game. So there's that. So, uh... Date and time, Mayo, you may be asking. It's Thursday, the 18th 
That's in three days. At 12 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. And the featured games are going to be Avowed, a game called Aura, Indiana Jones, and Hellblade 2. You guys excited? You guys excited Hellblade for 2 is coming out. Hell yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, Avowed looks interesting. Hellblade looks interesting. What was the last one? Aura? Aura? I, I don't know what that is. I'm not sure what that one is. A-R-A is what it's called. Aura. Never heard of Aura. Don't, don't have a clue yeah. what the fuck that is. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I just, uh, you know, Hellblade, it looks interesting, but I didn't really play much of the first one, so. Kind of hard to be except you know excited for the next one, but yeah, I want to see sure. I want to see Indiana Jones, see how that looks. Far Cry Seven is in development, according to some people that work over at Ubisoft. But some people are now saying that the game, being open world and everything, they felt like a lot of people did not complete Far Cry Six as they expected. So, they're going to innovate, Gunny. They're going to introduce a time mechanic to the game where you'll be constrained in timed missions to complete the objective in a certain time. I don't fucking want that. Why would you do that? Like, hi. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, what is that? Is that, what am I thinking of, Dead Rising? You know, like, the yeah, Dead Rising. The one did it? Yeah, I don't yep. think one did it, but... Well, they did, but not... Yeah, The third a... one kind of had it sometimes, but not as much. Yeah, it didn't have, like, a short timer on it. No, it was, like, a pretty pretty generous timer on it. And most of the missions didn't even have a timer on it. I just... I hate timers on missions, man. I want to do shit my yeah, own way. Yeah, same. Like, like, in Avatar, I want to scout the whole base, look for every bad guy, tag them yeah. all... And then, like, figure out, okay, do I want to just go in guns blazing, or do I want to fucking be sneaky, or do I want to just be sneaky till I can't not be sneaky anymore? Or what do I do, you know? Like, I don't want to be in a fucking time limit that tells me, oh, fuck, I'm running out of time. I gotta, I gotta get in there and do this before mission failed, you know? Like, time limit is lame, man. Why would they do that? I don't know. It, But it's still open world. I, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. Open world, but time-limited missions, it says. Weird. Yeah, I like to see how they're going to implement that. Fucking stupid. is. They're probably going to be some stupid gimmick. Oh, your character is dying. He has radiation poisoning from Something, all the pollution. Yeah, like... All the pollution on the planet gave him radiation poisoning. Now he's dying, so you got to... If you don't do this in, in 24 hours, your character is going to die. Something fucking dumb. You got to get more medicine. You got to get to the next storyline. I, yeah. I don't know. That's going to be weird. <laughs> yeah, because isn't that, that's how Dead Rising did it, right? The first the first one and the second one where yeah, you had to you get, had to get some daughter. of that, that, zomb, that zombie medicine or whatever to keep her from turning into a zombie or whatever. I, I like what they did with like going back. I keep going back to it. But I think in the third one, it was longer. But if, still, if you stayed around and fucked around a lot, like it would, and then the game reminds you, like, hey, 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 you know, just letting you know, you know, people are dying yeah. here. You got to do something. Like, oh yeah, okay, let me stop doing this and go back. You know, <laughs> complete the objective of what I was doing. 
But uh, yeah, interesting. Right. I'm sure I'll pick it up. I, I pick up every Far Cry game. Another news: GameStop is closing their NFT marketplace. Mail. I know you're sad. Oh man, remember this? I was just getting ready to, getting oh, ready to yeah. buy this some GameStop NFT the other day. Oh, I better man. hurry up well, and do it. All right. All right. Well, let's see here. Back in 2022, GameStop announced GameStop NFTs. <laughs> okay. Okay. A GameStop NFT. Okay. There was a shop that they opened up. They had a partnership with some crypto company. And they like they they invested a hundred million dollars, right? I think. Let's look it up here. I gotta I gotta fact check myself. I'm fact checking myself. Okay. Okay. So the GameStop NFT site. Opened up, and uh, when they opened up, they hired 20 people that were going to be staff members of the NFT division. Okay, and then they, they, they said that they had plans to reduce their focus on the industry and blah, 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 and all this shit, and they entered the NFT business. Okay? Okay. And I think back then, when they uh, first, um, when they first started their NFT bullshit, they invested a hundred million dollars into this company called Immutable X, which was a crypto company. And uh, so there's that. They invested a hundred million dollars, but guess what they did the very next day, Gunny. So they put in a hundred million dollars, right, to this NFT company called Immutable X. So Immutable X Crypto, they had they now had a hundred million dollars worth of Immutable X cryptocurrency. The very next fucking day, they sold off like fifty million dollars of that. I was gonna say, did they back take half back or something? <laughs> they sold it back to Immutable the very next day. Like they sold half of it right back to them, so like it's like what the fuck, and yeah, pretty much like this, this has been a shit show from the beginning. Pretty much, GameStop says that uh, yeah, like it's, it's they're gonna get out of it. They're gonna close down their their crypto wallet and all their crypto shit. Well, they closed their crypto wallets in August, but then. They're going to just close down the website now. Okay. How do they the say NFT that business? they said if you own an NFT through them, you can transfer your NFT because it's yours. You can transfer it to a different wallet on a different site or whatever. And uh, you will still own that NFT. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Why would anyone buy NFTs, man? Those things were like, it was, that was the stupidest right. shit ever. Yeah. Remember I told you I was watching this documentary thing on whatever the hell I was watching it on? It could have been YouTube. That is literally like the dumbest shit. Like art in France yeah. or Italy or, oh, I want a piece of this art, you know, like it. I mean, they like presented the it so well. So well they presented it. But it I was know, like, right? yeah, I don't think so. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I, it seemed like art would be the logical choice, you know, seeing how 
my gosh, let's say that piece of art sells for like, I don't know, a hundred million dollars or whatever. Like, man, you'd make some good money off of that, but yeah. Uh, but then again, it would just be, I don't know, could I cash it out? Can I take all that money back out? You know, I don't know. You know, what are the restrictions on it? You know, no. And other crypt- news, crypto's already cr- kind of. Another news for you PC Master Racers out there, Mayo. Okay. If you are still playing Skyrim, okay, and all these other games, there's a new major release of a new of a new reshade 6.0. Reshade 6.0 is out now, Mayo. Okay. 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 It introduces support and special handling for RTX Remix. And it adds APIs for ray tracing and mesh shading. So pretty much this will make games look better. Reshade is a thing that I, I think a lot of developers use it, right? Like almost everyone uses this shit. So... Yeah, they said like they just pretty much updated it and made it to like be really compatible with RTX and ray tracing and all that fancy, fancy, smanchy shit. So get excited for more better looking games. In other news, the PlayStation 5 last year, okay, okay, last year, okay. Sold better than any PlayStation console has ever sold in Japan since the PlayStation 2 back in 2004. Okay. Okay. So Sony Sony sold last year 2.58 million units in Japan. Okay. Of course, uh, the top selling, of course, was still the Switch, which sold 4.8 million. But second place was the PlayStation at 2.58 million. Meanwhile, the Xbox. Oh, oh, wow. Did we even reach a million? (laughs) No. (laughs) The Xbox, meanwhile... Sold 141,712 units last year. In total, lifetime sales, Xbox has 540,107 units sold in Japan. So there's that. Meanwhile, Sony sold 74,000 PlayStation 4s last year in Japan. (laughs) It's about half of what... all of xbox sold yeah that's just on the ps4 so wow so and japan had its biggest year selling playstation 5 i think since 2004 yeah 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 another news uk retailer game is gonna cease video game trade-ins mail Okay. Okay. Game, game, the UK's biggest high street video game retailer 
will no longer allow customers to trade in physical video games from next month. The chain is expected to own this long-running video game trading facility on the 16th of February, with remaining pre-owned stock continuing to be sold until they run out. Game staff have been told of the change and have corroborated this with multiple branches of the retailer nationwide. It's unclear when Game itself is planning to detail the change, but if you've got physical games in the UK lying around you no longer want, staff have said that there's still a month to take him in to your local game branch. Get in there, Betterholic. Trade your games, yeah. mate. That's crazy. No more physical media. They're saying fuck you to the physical tradings. So what do you think that means? Why would they... I'm just trying to think, because I would think they'd make money off of that, right? Like GameStop makes money off of that. They have to, right? Yeah. Like, I'll give you $3 for that game you just bought last week. (laughs) Like, hell yeah, they're going to make money off of it. But um, I don't know. What are they closing down? What's going on? What are they trying to do? Less retail space? Is that what's happening? Their money Smaller stores are more people digital in the UK versus the US. I wonder that has to be the reason, right? Yeah, hmm. they might be downsizing. Who knows? That's what I'm thinking, yeah, because I know it's not as big as it used to be. Like, you go walk into a GameStop and be like, there's like four racks of like. Big racks of just nothing but used games. But now, not so much. More toys and plushies and stickers and all kinds of other physical gaming stuff. But I don't I don't get into GameStop too often. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen to GameStop, man. I'm surprised they're still around. I am too. Yeah, I'm shocked that they're... They struggled even... so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they did this NFT blunder, you know, like, yeah, like they, they 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 just don't won't die, you know, like they just keep hanging yeah. on and keep hanging well, on. You know, when I think about it, Mayo, like you think back like 10, 15 years ago, especially 15 years ago, when I think about like, oh, there was like two in my small town, four in my bigger town, you know, just in my area where I don't even have the population, right? So I'm sure like you know, bigger cities in California and Los Angeles and all throughout, you know, the U.S. Like, but I mean, obviously now, like, there's just like one, you know, one in my town, one in the next town. I'm surprised there's one near me. Like, there's one across the street from Best Buy over there. And I was shocked to see it there. I'm like, what the fuck? There's a GameStop here? Like, But there's well, a good percentage, uh, Jesus. Every time I talk to, like, I was talking to a friend, he's like, um, I think he's finally gotten on the Game Pass train, but he said before that, like, oh no, oh no, I, I have to have the physical the physical copy. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, I gotta put the disc in it, you know, so I had to get the Series X or whatever, or uh, I think he got, he went from, you know, PlayStation 4, but then I know PS5 owners, like, nope, I only use discs. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Everything's right there next to it, like, nothing digital, unless they're playing, like, Unless they're fans of Fortnite or something, you know? Or there Warzone, is. you know? I just looked it up. There's 16 of them within my city. Like, that's counting all the little subdivisions and everything. How many? Yeah, I have 16. 16. 
in Columbus. That's within okay. the whole area of Columbus. Like where I'm at in Polaris, Ohio, like it's the northern part of Columbus. I have one like just down the road. And then I know like if I go back to where I used to live, there's one there. And so they're, they're still around. But... Yeah, I mean, you have to get your, your console, right, from there. That's crazy, though. Oh, when you think about it, you can only get like, just consoles. You can't buy a PC from them, right? I haven't but... bought anything from GameStop in years. So I've, I've got a lot of consoles from like, either Best Buy or... Um, I don't remember where else I bought one. I think I bought one at Myers. Yeah, I think I got mine from Best Buy. Which, which Best Buy Myers. no longer does uh, physical media, right? So I assume... I was seeing all the empty shelf pictures. So I assume that it includes like all the games as well as the movies. Somebody can uh, Yeah, I don't know. Listen to the show can confirm that. I haven't been to a I Best know, Buy I was in, in I was in Best Buy the other day cuz I got one maybe a couple of blocks from me. And I was picking up something small. I I noticed at the checkout that the back wall behind the registers right there, there was like a whole there's probably like 30 PS5s and Xboxes sitting back there of each, you know, like 30 Whoa. of each like like stacked up along the wall. Like you could just go and get one. Like, no, the shortage is over. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Finally, fucking four years later, the shortage is over. Right now, the now the pros are going to be out. Right now, the new console's about to come out. There's no more shortage, guys. We got a new console coming out. No, no no more shortage till the next one comes out. You know when there's going to be a shortage? I know exactly when there's going to be a shortage. You know when that is? Yeah, the new one comes out. Yeah. No. That's when GTA 5 comes out and PC players are like, I had to go buy a fucking PlayStation 5 just so I can play it because I know it's not coming to Steam for another <laughs> year. That's probably true. That's probably yeah. true. I'm yep. not even kidding. That that will sell consoles. It will. GTA, yeah. GTA will sell consoles. PC players will fucking... They will not wait. Some yeah, will, they're not going to wait a year. They say they're going to wait a year, but they're not. Mayo's like fuck. Oh, you got I'm fine. Me. I, have a, I have a PS5 and an Xbox now, so Mayo's gonna be playing GTA 6 on launch day. <laughs> yeah, yes, I will. I think we all will be right. Now, hopefully, we can mod it on the PC when it comes out on the PC. But oh, for sure. In other news, Twitch, Amazon's Twitch, is laying off more than 500 employees. Reportedly accounting for around 35% of their staff. Says here, uh, they began layoffs on Tuesday. Says here, I regret having to share that we are taking the painful step to reduce our headcount by just over 500 people across Twitch. Twitch CEO Clancy wrote, This will be a very hard day. In March of 2023, Twitch cut 400 roles as part of larger layoffs at parent company Amazon that saw 18,000 people lose their jobs. Additionally, several Twitch executives, including Chief Product Officer Tom Verily, Chief Customer Officer Doug Scott, and Chief Content Officer Laura Lee, all announced that they were going to leave the company. Last month, the company also announced that it would cease operations in South Korea citing prohibitively expensive network fees. The service is set to shut down in South Korea on February 27th. In this announcement, CEO Dan Clancy noted that Twitch paid out over $1 billion to streamers last year, 
remarking that while the Twitch business remains strong, for some time now the organization has been sized based upon where we optimistically expected our business to be in three or more years, not where we are at today. So there's that. Yeah, I th- I, th- I think I was also read- not reading the same article, but they were talking about, basically Clancy said, we're still not profitable. Still not a profitable company. So what do you think, Jesus? How long? Because if you remember, Microsoft had uh, whatever they had, their streaming service. Uh, but they let, there's, there didn't go that long before they said, finally just kind of wrapped it up. But I don't know. Do you think they're going to be in this for the long haul? How long before they say, well, we can only be non-profitable for so long before we close it down. I'm sure Amazon will make that call. I'm thinking another year. They'll close down Twitch? Yeah, I would think so. If you don't turn it around in another year, how long can you be unprofitable? That doesn't make sense. I've heard heard people... Not that I wanted to. I like Twitch. Bigger YouTubers and stuff like on their YouTube channel saying they think Twitch is only going to last a couple more years. Yeah. Just the direction it's going. Unless they change something dramatically. Well, what they did is they kept adding a bunch of ads and then they, they didn't prioritize games. It's all those naked chicks. Yeah. On there. Yeah. So now it's, you know, it's becoming, and I given one of them referenced, you know, not, not saying it's kind of going that way completely, but, uh, they, they referenced like only fans and they're like only fans before what we, is what we know it is. Wasn't like what it is today. You know, it originally was like a thing for like, content creators where like only fans you could like go on almost like patreon and yeah. then it became this whole adult thing they they think in like twitch is kind of going that direction unfortunately where it used to be about the games and gamers and now it's more about you know girls just on there showing off whatever and you know do you think porn, so, uh, you think pornhub will buy twitch damn that would be um, a, that would be a i uh, heard that mentioned on a podcast a smart movement. A Pornhub. Pornhub could buy them, and then Pornhub will have live streaming sex. That'll be a huge market, dude. Live stream sex. You just fucking Don't live they stream have that, that shit. Don't they already well, have yeah, live but, uh, but then you have like the, Oh, I guess well, they do. You can but... like, okay, how about... <laughs> I don't know. Just gaming naked. Can you do that? Can you game naked? There you go. Have Pornhub gaming where you watch people game while they're naked. Yeah, and that was and actually mentioned text. in one of the shows I was watching. Like the YouTubers was talking about that. Like, he's like, they could get bought by that industry and do something like that. Yeah, where... they can. I mean, Xbox and Nintendo and PlayStation will not like it. Steam won't like it because they're gonna get they're gonna get targeted by Congress. You know, oh, you guys are. You guys are selling sex to kids or whatever. Kids are going to fucking well, they could, to watch yeah, games. They could uh, unassociate themselves <laughs> with it, but you know, people are just if they're just gaming. Like you wouldn't have to link your PlayStation or Xbox to it. You know, what I mean, you just it could become a PC only thing. You know, I mean, I you could watch it from wherever, and they can just be playing whatever. Like you can't just because somebody's on there playing supposedly playing Fortnite and they're like topless or something. You know, they can't blame Fortnite for that. Oh yeah, that would yeah. that would be the thing, right? That would be. The but thing, that is, uh, but that's gonna playing. cause a shit storm, dude. Like, think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. That, would. that would cause a shit storm. Everybody's gonna be pissed. People are gonna be like, "You fucking, 
my kid was watching Fortnite, and then I see some guy's dick flopping around. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, well, what was it? What was it like a couple months ago where they they had that thing where they put the less restriction, and uh, it was on Twitch where you could, uh, it, you know, have nude bodies, and they called it art, and it lasted like a day or two. Yeah, like people, that was a weird like thing. people were uploading straight porn, and people were like, "Oh my gosh, it was right on Twitch." <laughs> <laughs> and they had to like change their policy within like a week or a couple of days. They changed their policy, like, oh, we know our bad. We can't, we can't be doing that. But yeah, they were allowing it. So basically, they're saying, you know, just the watcher had to agree to go to our adult content yeah. channel or something like that. And it had people, you know, naked people on there and stuff. So and it went for like two days. I know. Uh, I'm Guys, craziness. I'm only on there to watch. Uh, Video games, okay. If I yeah, scoot I'm, over, I haven't if I scoot over to watch, <laughs> okay, Gunny, hot tub, it's for educational purposes only. They're content creators. They're creating content for me. Gunny trying to explain this to his wife. Uh, Honey, I was just watching the the the, the Fortnite, and now I'm on I'm on hot tub Twitch streamers. Oh, but you know what has happened? happened? You, know, you know what's happened? We were just chatting. You know what's happened several <laughs> times already. So this is not like funny or bad or whatever. Okay. So for example, I could be watching one of our uh, old community members. It doesn't matter who, whoever I'm watching, right? Let's say I'm watching somebody playing. A Nipron, Nipron. You're watching Nipron. Nipron. Uh, I think Nipron's done this too. So, and not, this is not blaming Nipron. I'm just saying. So I'll be Oh, watching. you're blaming Nipron. Okay. He's no, blaming Nipron happened, for this. Uh, Vengeful Jedi, Nipron, uh, other people that Mayo's hooked me up with that, you know, people we met through other people. Anyway, so you're watching the stream, and I know people are already thinking like, oh, yeah, that happens. So you're watching the stream. I got the volume up, right? Whatever. And it's, and then boom, they're just like, well, what do they do when they, they go to host somebody or whatever? They switch streams? Well, it just automatically does it. You don't have to switch over. Like, it just automatically does it. So then now there's some giggly girl on there just laughing her butt off or whatever and making squealing noises, you know? And then my wife will come in like, what the fuck are you watching? You know? <laughs> I'll be like, what? Oh, no, I was watching something else. But it, <laughs> yeah. So for reverence, Jesus, I posted the article in our group chat here on the Discord. Uh, if you want to see where Twitch changes. So this is back in December. Yeah. So it was December 15th. So it's not. It's only literally a month, a month ago this happened. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Wow. He said they, they quickly reversed their policy that they went too far allowing nudity. Is the headline. That was so weird. I I can't believe they even did that. I can't believe because then you know what I'm saying, guys? Like you've got a fucking policy for a reason. I'm not I'm just saying like it's not even a moral thing for me. It's like, okay, don't don't screw it up. I'm just asking Twitch, don't fuck it up, you know, for people that actually yeah. like watching people play games, you know, like don't screw this up. But yeah, they screwed up. Oh, we'll just change our policy for you, you know. We'll work it around you. Like I was like, what? That's fucking lame, you know? I just think that's <laughs> wrong. I think if you've got a policy, keep it in place. Don't don't screw yeah. it, you know? Don't ruin it for the rest of us. And another like piece of news. Like... Yeah, what are you saying, man? Oh, I was gonna say they just you know that one streamer was talking about like that's why he's talking like a down, downfall at Twitch was just the the decisions they've been making here, like their management doesn't seem to be the best. You know, yeah, for yeah, gamers and stuff, and they're just really kind of like throwing whatever at the wall and see what sticks, kind of thing. Yeah, 
that's why they've been struggling. And like I said, I haven't been on Twitch in a really, really long time. I don't know when the last time I was on Twitch, but it's it's pretty rare. Hmm. And one last piece of news that I have is this Ubisoft news. So it says here, Ubisoft uh, says here, uh, with the pre-release of Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown started, Ubisoft has chosen this week to rebrand Ubisoft Plus subscription services and introduce a PC version of the classic tiers at a lower price. Ooh, I like that. So it says here, uh, and a big part of this says the director of subscriptions, Philippe Tremblay, is trying to, trying to get players like Mayo comfortable with not owning their games. It's hard <laughs> to keep up with how often Ubisoft has rebranded its online portals for its games with Uplay, Ubisoft Game Launcher, Ubisoft Connect, Uplay Plus, Uplay Passport, Ubisoft Club, and now Ubisoft Plus Premium and Ubisoft Plus Classic, all names that have been used in the last decade or so. So it says here, however... A demand there apparently is, says Tremblay in an interview with GI.biz. He claims the company's subscription services have their biggest ever month back in October of 2023, and that the service still has had millions of subscribers and over half a billion hours played. Of course, a lot of this could be the result of Ubisoft's various moments of refusing to release their games on Steam and forcing the PC players to use their services. And they're likely opting for a month subscription rather than the full price of the game they were looking to buy. But they say it clearly, people are still opting to use their subscriptions. But it remains strange why enough people would want to subscribe to them, and at $18 a month, it's not cheap, to a single publisher's output. You can subscribe to Game Pass or PS Plus and get a broad range of hundreds of games from dozens of publishers or you can pay significantly more to only get the games made by one single publisher, and indeed a publisher with a very distinct style of game. Says here, TV networks and movie companies have tried this, and those numbers are thinning out fast, with many already compromising by returning their shows to larger streamers. What's more chilling about all this is, however, when Tremblay moves on to how Ubisoft wishes to see a consumer shift mayo, similar to that of the market for CDs and DVDs, where people have moved over to Spotify and Netflix instead of buying physical media to keep on their shelves. Given that most people, while being part of the problem, also think of this as a problem, it's so weird to see a phrase as this fits some faulty thinking in the company's audience. Says Sarah, One of the things we saw is that gamers are used to, a little bit like DVD, having and owning their games. That's the consumer, consumer shift that needs to happen. They got comfortable not owning their CD collection or DVD collection. That's a transformation that's been a bit slower to happen in video games. And as gamers grow more comfortable in that aspect, you don't lose your progress. If you resume your game at another time, your progress file is still there. That's not been deleted. You don't lose what you've built in the game or your engagement with the game. So it's about feeling comfortable with not owning your game. Tremblay goes on to say, 
But as people embrace that model, they will see that these games will exist. The service will continue, and you'll be able to access them when you feel like. Okay, I think that's bullshit. Because at any given fucking time, when these companies feel like, oh, we're losing too much money now, man. Yes. Right. How we're going to take off all these old games now. No one can play Battlefield 4 anymore because, you know, no one's fucking playing Battlefield 4 or whatever. Like, we we shut it down. You can't play it anymore, you know? like We're removing it. Yeah, like, you know, like, these guys are trying to claim, like, oh, the games will always be there. But no, they won't always be there because shit changes really fast in the digital world. Especially with, like, these fuckers, you know, Ubisoft, they, dude. Yeah, they did it last year, didn't they? Or, yeah, it was last year where they were like, well, we're removing these games that nobody plays anymore. They did. I remember yeah. that. They were like, and if you don't log into your account within 30 fucking days, we're suspending your account. I remember that shit. So just corporate bullshit speak. Yeah. So, um... There are still plans for Ubisoft to add streaming access to Activision Blizzard's games to Ubisoft Plus. It's weird that that's going to happen, right? Because we know Microsoft owns Activision, but Microsoft does not own the streaming aspect in cloud gaming for the Activision games. Ubisoft does. Is, that's only in the well, UK, weird, right? Yeah. What, not in the yeah. US, just just the UK, correct? I don't know if that's the case. They might have just gave it to them outright completely. Yeah. Was, was was that something that had to do with when they acquired Activision? Wasn't that when we read the article? About yeah, it, it yeah, was because Ubisoft. in the UK they said that if Microsoft owned all the cloud rights to that game to like stream it through the cloud that they would have too much of the cloud game, like too much of the market. Like no one would be able to compete with them, even if they tried. So Microsoft said, okay, we'll sell it to Ubisoft. <laughs> and they did. And I think Ubisoft paid them, like, I don't know how much money. Ubisoft paid them quite a bit of money, though. But Ubisoft paid Microsoft money to fucking be able to stream all the Activision shit. Now I wonder, what does that entail? Does it only entail classic games? Will Microsoft want to stream Call of Duties? Will they want to stream World of Warcraft? Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe it's not possible right now, but in five years, can it be possible? Can it be possible in 10 years? You know what I mean? Like, how does that change? You know? I don't think it will change. No, because I think Microsoft would just say, just take everything and stream it or whatever, because they're still going to make money. You know, they're not going to make 100% of it, but what they're going to get, still going to get their whatever still going to make money by streaming it yeah. or know. you know we'll... ubisoft streaming it somehow some way they just won't get 100 yeah. percent. interesting yeah but i i know the thing's still going on in the u.s with the courts i don't know where that's at right now nobody cares still trying to fight it the fcc you know, if you if you buy Prince of Persia on the Epic Store, it's available to play right now. Oh, because it's not released on console yet. So no, no, on PC, yeah. 
on PC, it's an Epic Store exclusive. I don't think it's on Steam. No, it's not. And it's available right now, today. Isn't that weird? It does say, oh, it's on Ubisoft Plus. But does Ubisoft Plus let you play it right now? That's a good question. Because Epic does. Says pre-order release date January 17th, so like in two days. But yeah, what does it say here on Epic? Because it's right on the front screen. It does say pre-purchase. Right here Uh, it says... It says releasing on the 18th. Or no. Release date is today. And then the initial release is the 18th. Yeah, if you buy the Deluxe Edition right now on Steam, on Epic, you're able to play it right now. And if you buy the regular one... Oh, yeah. You're able... You're able to play it on Thursday if you buy the regular one. Yeah, if you buy the the $60 version, you can play it now. The Deluxe, that's what it is. Deluxe. Deluxe, let me see. So there's no other... I don't see any other version in Epic. Um, Oh, here's the demo right here. So yeah, there is a base game. So let's see, what does the base game say? The base the base game does say it's available on the 18th. So you're right. If you buy the deluxe, you get to play it now. That's what it is. All right, I'm going to add this to cart. View it in my cart. I'll take it. And that's pretty much it for news. Other than that, we uh, we got. Uh... Hold on, man. I got some news for you. Okay. Okay. Well, while you're while you're looking at your news, the other day I was thinking about gaming. You know, you know what I want to see in a game, Jesus. This sounds like a what? fun. So I want I want a medieval game like Grand Theft Auto, where it's like a big, big, not like Skyrim. I know there's Skyrim, but like something that plays where you you could go into like these old medieval towns and you have all the shops that you could run around. You know, like think Red Dead, think Grand Theft Auto, but but something more medieval. There is one like that. What is it? I forget what it's called. It's on Steam, but I know it's just like that. It's what you're describing. It's it's a medieval GTA game. Like it's it's not like the GTAs now where it's 3D third person. It's or first person in some cases. You play mm-hmm. both, right? Um it's more of the old school GTA, like the first one where it's kind of top down. Oh okay, but but you have like everything. You can steal people's wagons and like go on police. Yeah, that would be something like that would be kind of fun where if you were like uh, not <laughs> like red you, have, era, you know. Yeah, you have you have like the knights chasing you and shit, <laughs> like and like you can like beat people up and take their shit and like have yeah, wrenches just, and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, like, be, it's all there, dude. Like a GTA game. It's all there. Like it's it's a PC game right now. It's on Steam. I, I think it's called like. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's I'll, on I'll Steam because I've seen it. it. I've seen it. Just look up medieval GTA style game, and it should pop up. <laughs> Anyways, Mail, you'll be excited to know, Mail, that at CES, Nvidia announced the GeForce RTX 4080 Super Mail. They yeah. also announced the RTX 4070 Ti Super Gunny. Oh, I and saw the, the Ti Super. And the 4070 Super, which all supercharged the latest games 
and form the core of AI-powered PCs. The latest iteration of NVIDIA ADA Lovelace architecture-based GPUs delivers up to 52 shader teraflops, 121 ray tracing teraflops, and 836 AI tops. I don't know what the fuck that means. Okay, okay, let me tell you the prices. The RTX 4070 Super Gunny. I know you're looking to upgrade, Gunny. Listen up, Gunny. Starts at $599. $599, Gunny. That's well, it. That's fucking cheap. The 4070 Super. Nice, because that's... Like, I paid... So I have the 4070 Ti, right? And then I paid 900 for that. So, email, you're going to get a deal here. You can upgrade and get the super for 5.99. Or you could go ahead and get the TI, which will be a little bit more, I think. Listen, listen. Okay. These are all Okay, it says here that the the RTX 4080 super fully powers ray trace games in 4k resolution at 1.4 times faster than the geforce rtx 3080 ti without dlss frame generation the rtx 4080 super delivers blistering performance with traditional rasterization okay listen the 4080 super mail i know you're looking to upgrade mail Mm -hmm. 9.99 mail 9.99 mail Listen, Mel, but I know you're not rich, so we're going to give you a good deal here. Okay, give the me a good 40, deal. The 4070 Ti Super, okay? This is a 4070 Ti Super, Mel. So I, would, I would go okay. from a Ti to a Super, okay? Okay, listen. Super high frame rates at 1440p and up to 4K. Okay, compared to the RTX 4070 Ti, it has more cores... An increased frame buffer to 16 gigabytes and a 256-bit memory bus, providing a significantly a significant memory bandwidth increase to 672 gigabytes per second. It is 1.6 times faster than a 3070 Ti, and two and a half times faster with DLSS 3. This mail, the 4070 Ti Super, could be yours, mail, beginning January 24th, mail. Okay, I need you to line up at your local micro center for $7.99, mail. $7.99. Yeah, that's a good price. Yeah. Go man. now, mail. Go now. Go now. Go line up, mail. Go camp no. the whole week. Go go camp at your micro center so you're there for that, your that would be a good buy for Gunny. I don't think I need to go from a TI to a TI super right Mel! now. Mel, yeah. Mel, how dare you? Okay, how fucking <laughs> dare you? This thing is 1.4 times faster than the 3080 TI. Okay. How much faster is it than the regular TI? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. Yeah. So I'm gonna be paying what seven hundred dollars for maybe a couple percent faster, maybe. <laughs> Just let you guys know the new GPUs are coming out. Like I said, yeah. forty eighty super, forty seventy Ti super, forty seventy super. 
Jesus, that, I, you were talking about upgrading a little while ago. Yeah. There you go. Maybe I should pick one up. Huh? They're not expensive. Yeah. Give me a, get myself a forty seventy Ti Super. That would be nice. But aren't they? Uh, didn't didn't they? Uh, I've seen some ramblings online about the five thousand series coming out. Well, that probably won't be till next January, right? Yeah, probably. It'll probably coming this. Probably this coming January. Yeah. Or not January, but uh, July maybe. It's usually like in the summer, I think, when they come out. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Oh yeah, because this is this is like the mid gen upgrade, right? This is like the yeah. supers. Yeah, yeah right. so the Supers are a little bit better than the TIs, and then they'll have the next ones come out probably this summer. I found that yeah. game you were talking about, Jesus. It's called Rustler. R-U-S-T-L-E-R. Yeah. It is on sale right now on Steam for $7. Yeah. I told you they have a game that's on there. That's like a GTA game. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mostly mostly positive reviews. What's it called? Yeah, Rassler? Rassler. R U S T L E R. I put a link in the chat in Discord, Gunny. Yeah. Yeah. It could be interesting. But yeah, I, I thought of that the other day. I was thinking about GTA and like they haven't made one where you can just run around in like a medieval kind of like fable kind of thing, you know. If you had like that'd be cool just craziness, like just the crazy things that like they've done in like Red Dead with like this, you know, what was it like the UFO and like what was it? Isn't like a Sasquatch or something like that? Or yeah, or like a, like can you imagine if they did stuff like that with like medieval Ooh. like that'd like be cool, man. You could have like a like a like a siren in the fucking water. You could have a fucking Alexander show up. You'd have all these crazy like knights show up, the knights of the round table and shit. All you that could be, you could have all that dumb shit in there. You could be like this, like uh, I don't know, like this bandit or whatever in this old town, and you just run around and do whatever you want, kind of thing. Yeah, and then you become a king or something. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool though. But that's all I have for news, gentlemen. There's no more, no more news. All the news are done. There's no more, no more news. No more news. I do have one news item, Jesus. I, I briefly talked about it. Well, I talked about it last week. I put it in, in Messenger. It was more of a, think of it as more of a short podcast thing we had going on. But uh, these are just, just clips of us talking and stuff. But anyway, so, and this is just more from the Xbox community or some of the non-toxic people that I follow on the X, uh, some of it on YouTube. But anyway, so it was just like the rumor that Xbox might be uh, bringing a game over to the PlayStation 5. And I don't know where the rumors came from. And again, this is going from, you know, Jez Corden, you know, people like that. So... But nothing too crazy or too far out there. And nothing is confirmed, right? A lot of it's just rumors. But it's funny just like how it brings out the worst in people um, where I think the rumor was the fact that Xbox might be bringing Hi-Fi Rush over to the Switch. And... I could see it doing good on the Switch. Oh, yeah. It would do amazing, right? They would make so much money. Um, Yeah, that would be great over there. Because it looks like a Nintendo game, so yeah. it was made for the Switch. 
So that, and I think it was something else coming over to PlayStation 5. I don't know. I think it's it could have been Sea of Thieves or something else. I don't know. Fucking Starfield or some shit. But people were just coming unhinged uh, in the Xbox community about, uh, you know, how dare they take the, you know, exclusives and bring them to another platform. Um, and other people seem to be okay with it or, or we're like, oh my gosh, and what's next? Are they going to put the next Halo on the PlayStation 5? What's, where, where's my Spider-Man? Give me Spider-Man on my Xbox, you know? <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, it's not even like a thing yet, you know? But, but interesting enough, it, you know, if it becomes true or whatever, I would like to see, I guess from my perspective, where I think, well, why would they do that, right? When Phil Spencer says, hey, you know, those games live on Game Pass. You know, that's where they live. And if Game Pass goes there, then that game goes there, you know? So I don't know why they would say the rumor of that game going over there, but not, you know, not bring Game Pass to the Switch or whatever. So interesting. I'm just, yeah, I think uh, interesting to see if it's true or how if they just make this one just an exception or, yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there. But either way, I'm fine with it. I think, you know, if they want to get that exclusive game, if, you know, if fans have been asking for this game on the Switch, for the Switch, you know, and really want it on there, I say, go right ahead and put it on there. Um, it seemed like it's going to run well. It's not like, you know, I'm sure they can export any game to run on the Switch. You know, I think we've we've found out, you know. Um, oh. Yeah, it takes money, right? though, right, to, to port that over. So, yeah, if the fans are asking for it, I say give it to them. Why not? Uh, as far as the PlayStation, who knows? We'll see. You know, we'll see how that goes. Maybe, maybe they do a trade-off, you know? That that would be kind of cool. So I doubt it, but just don't think it's going to happen. But but anyway, moving on over to uh, the console corner side of things. Uh, I, got, I got one last piece of news for you. This is kind of crazy piece of news. Okay, let me read this piece of news here. It's going to spark a discussion. Police in the United Kingdom, Mayo, okay? Okay. In the United Kingdom, police are investigating the first case of rape in the metaverse. Yeah. After a child was sexually attacked in a virtual reality video game. It is said a gang of men raped the avatar of a girl under the age of 16 during the video game. The victim wasn't physically injured, but it is said that they have suffered the same psychological and emotional trauma as someone who has been raped in the real world. Although there was no physical attack, the online strangers allegedly raped the character in the game, an incident believed to be under investigation by police in the UK. So, there's that. It says here, uh, police leaders are now calling for legislation to tackle a wave of sexual offending in such a sphere saying officers' tactics must evolve to stop perverts using new tech to exploit children. However, this landmark case has prompted questions about whether police should be pursuing virtual offenses. It's unclear what game the teenage girl was playing at the time of the alleged offense. However, there have been a number of reported sex attacks on Horizon Worlds, a free VR online game run by Facebook's owner Meta, it says here, Nina Jane Patel, a psych psychotherapist who conducts research on the metaverse, 
has described a surreal nightmare of being gang-raped in Horizon venues. It says here, and the National Police Chiefs Council Child Protection and Abuse Investigation lead, Ian Critchley, warned, the metaverse creates a gateway for predators to commit horrific crimes against children. We know offenders' tactics to groom and commit offenses are constantly evolving. This is why our collective fight against predators, like in this case, is essential to ensuring young people are protected online and can use technology safely without the threat of fear. It says here, the metaverse creates a gateway uh, for predators to commit horrific crimes against children, crimes we know have lifelong impacts, both emotionally and mentally. As such, our, police, our policing approach must continually evolve to enable us to relentlessly pursue these predators and safeguard victims across all online spaces. Says here, uh, one person from Meta, a spokesperson, said, this kind of behavior described has no place on our platform, which is why for all our users, we have an automatic protection called personal boundary which keeps people you don't know feed away from you in the VR world. Um, so there's that. So, what do you guys think? Like, like, is this going to be a thing now? Like, like fucking virtual crimes? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, probably. Like, we, never, I mean... we never thought about it. Like, I've never thought no, about I... that. Like, like a virtual crime. Like, like, I guess if you have a VR headset and like, Say somebody creates a, a a universe where you can like be like in real life, kind of right, and you get attacked or whatever. Like, yeah, like, it's weird because I remember reading the article. I remember what happened, and I was talking to a gaming friend at work who was standing there, and I said, "Hey, did you did you hear, check this out?" Like, and I for one, I thought it wasn't a good feeling because I thought, okay. I get it from their perspective. When this article first came out, they were talking about how, like, we don't have, like, laws against this or any that were broken. You know, there's nothing we can, pro you know, arrest or prosecute. Like, we're kind of dumbfounded by this whole, like, we didn't know this was a thing, you know, coming from the Interpol or whoever it was over in the UK. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and I thought, well, first of all, fucking, fucking permaban on those perbs or assholes you know that did this to her but that would um, just make a new account yeah yeah so then right That's different the do the you know hide their fucking internet shit or whatever but i thought man like yeah and i mean there's several different aspects right we could say oh you know like you know she needs to be closely monitored the girl no but if she if she was sexually assaulted i mean this was something that happened to her right so yeah what they need to make laws against this or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I understand, like, there's probably disclaimers and this and that, and you might experience sexual content being in an adult environment, but it's not what it's intended for, you know? Um, I know that there was stuff brought up in Roblox, you know, about kids playing on the PC and, you know, it's kind of a dangerous space or whatever. There's no voice chat or whatever, but still there's, like, some sexual content and that stuff, but yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you fix this? Yeah. I would think, I don't know. How, how do you do Like, how do you deal with this? Do you hire a police force in the fucking metaverse? I mean, what do you do? 
I, I don't would think know, man. The first thing you would have to do in Parliament, or even in like the U.S. Congress, I have no idea if there's even a thing about this sort of these crimes. You know, are they crimes? I, I don't even. In, in my mind, they are like. Well, they they are. I, I mean, mean, the only if you had a bunch of men telling a child in public at a bus stop how they're going to rape that child, would you not call the cops? That would be attempted rape, right? Like, that would be a crime. Or something, right? Yeah, it would be yeah. like a crime for something, right? Or if they put at their minimum, hands on or whatever, that's a crime. A, a minimum harassment. So Yeah, sexual harassment, just, right? I mean, there's crimes against that. But yeah, what about online, like... On the internet, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Meta, I'm sure they reported it to whoever it was in the UK that they reported it to, but then they probably looked at it like, uh, yeah, there's no... You know, there's nothing we have here in our code enforcement or book of laws, you know, but. I just, I don't know how they're going to deal with that. That's that's a whole can of worms you're going to have to figure yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, that's, that's something like, else, you know. That's insane to me, like, because I never even, it never crossed my mind that that could happen in the virtual reality, yeah. but, it, but it can. Like, crimes, not just that, but like any kind of crime, you could be beat up. Walking down the street, you could be robbed. You could be ganged up on. You could be driving your car in the fucking VR world, and someone carjacks you. Like all <laughs> kinds of random shit could happen, right? Like literally every kind of crime could happen if you have a if you have a VR world that's like real life, where you can own a house yeah. and whatever the fuck, and you're in VR, and someone could just rob your shit. Like you know, I'm looking like, at this game, Jesus, on on YouTube. Looks like it has these like adult-looking characters, but it's like a definitely a child's game. But all the all the uh, all the characters are adults. But yeah, weird. Yeah, I just I uh, I don't know, man. It's, <laughs> like, like what's gonna happen, man? When we all have VR jobs. Okay, and you're going to work, and you get beat up by some gang of fucking thugs that want to rob your fucking avatar's clothes or something. Yeah, or make you yeah sexually yeah violate you or something. I don't right. Your virtual <laughs> character. Like, how oh, the fuck? What do you do? I mean, what do you do in this? Situation? I guess there would be like a cyber crimes division. You know, I'm not sure what the penalties would be. That's why the metaverse will never work, dude. It will never work. The The universe will never work like that because you fucking have a fucking people working for money and trying to live real life with the money they make online when someone could just get in there and hack your account and now you lost all your money that you worked for. Like, it's never going to work. Yeah. Ready? We're not ready for Ready Player One, guys. We have too many criminals. So? Too many people that would hack your shit and steal your information and steal your fucking data, steal yeah. your account. Next thing you know, you're fucking fucked. You can't make it to work because someone stole your character. Like, oh, sorry, I can't make it to work today. What's the reason? Uh, Well, my avatar got hacked and I can't fucking, like, I don't have an avatar anymore. <laughs> how do you explain that to your boss uh yeah i can't make it to work today because uh 
someone hacked my fucking account and my avatar got deleted or something. Like, like what the fuck? Like, like you don't. I don't know how you would explain all that. Like, it would be yeah. impossible. Right, my internet's so, down, but yeah, that would be the valid one. But yeah, I just I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of that going on, right? And pe- but people like us, we'd we'd safeguard it pretty good. Like we'd know the dangers of. Trust me, man. If hackers want to get your shit. Hackers will get your shit. Oh, they will. Yeah. What's gonna happen when one hacker group steals everybody's information and just holds everybody's shit hostage? Yeah, that'll, that'll happen one day. I'm thinking they're gonna get into the the banks one day and just nobody will be able to get it out. That's the scariest part for me. No, no, nobody, nobody has money because everything's fucking locked up. Oh, sorry, like right. we don't know how much. Yo, you had a million dollars in your account. We don't know because now it says zero. We don't know how much you had. You know, like how do you, how do you safeguard that? Oh, you have a checkbook that you were writing your information in. Well, your checkbook could be forged or whatever. Like you could be lying. Like, hey, and people don't really take checks anymore. Like, especially when you you know we talked about this before, right? You go to the grocery store. You go to, well, the grocery store, right? You can still pay with a check, but they only scan it, run it through a scanner, and it and then it they just hand you the check back. You're like what? Yeah, <laughs> no, we don't take those, but it's accepted. Still scan. We kind of we kind of took the technology for you, but. Everybody's so got a weird. digital card. It's the so world weird. we live in, people. The future, man. We're going forward. It's the future your kids have to look forward Not, to. But right. I know so, uh, Apple. Yeah. Apple's still going forward with their headset, which is out this month. Here in the next week what, or two. What do you think their headset will be like? I don't know, man. I, like, there's what's the way to fix that? There's no way. The metaverse just won't work. Now that we're thinking about all these crimes, it's never going to work. Okay, Jesus, I went to Santa Clara Who this safe? weekend. Silicon Valley, the heart of Silicon Valley. And yeah. I was there, over there by, you know, Microsoft and not cl- super close to Facebook, but YouTube and Google and Android, oh, all that shit down there, right? Down there by, you know, the Levi Steady home of the 49ers and all that. That's where all that stuff is. Um, who am I thinking of? Not NVIDIA, but yeah, there's, uh, Tesla and yeah. And, uh, who uh, who makes the hard drives? Anywho. So I was there Mountain View and all that shit. So went down there Saturday and Sunday, but I was thinking like we were coming back and we were driving through, uh, the city of Berkeley. Right. So then they're making this huge building, you know, we were talking about what is that building? You know, like, like, and I, and I made a point, I'm like, it's, I don't know, is it really going to be like an office building? Are people working from home from the internet? Or not everybody, but are people still coming into the office more and more and more? Or, like, I would think it's going to be less and less. So, yeah. Interesting to see, are we going to fill up more office buildings or just make more, you know, as more of these virtual headsets come on, you know, that would be require less time in the office. So we'll see less of those, I would think. Interesting, you know? I'm just, yeah. Interesting to see how that plays out, so. Hey, as a driver, I'd see less people on the road going to work. Okay, stay at home. Work from home. <laughs> um, but no, I need those people to come out and shop, so. Yeah, who knows? But yeah, that, that was like 3500 bucks, I think, right? 
Yeah. <laughs> that thing is expensive. Whew. Anyways, I guess we'll move on now to uh, the end of the there show. I guess. Moving on over to the Xbox, or no, just the console corner of PlayStation. PlayStation Plus. Uh, Mayo, anything different here you've got here from a, a Plague Tale Requiem? Evil uh... West and Nobody Saves the World? I don't have anything up. I thought I seen some new ones the other day. I thought I seen Tiny Tina's on there. Yeah, was that over? That's over in the in the uh, uh, as part of their plus, like yeah, their, their monthly games. Yeah, I'm trying to sign in real quick here. Uh, but anyway, moving over to while you're doing that Xbox Game Pass, uh, you do have for what's new on there. You've got Super Mega Baseball, so I believe that's on both console PC. Uh, we Happy Few. I barely played an hour of that game. I don't know if it's any good. And also Resident Evil 2. That is actually out today. Uh, funny enough, I was playing the hell out of that game last week. Just trying to run through it. But yeah, Resident Evil 2, the remake, amazing. It looks really good. So yeah, nice being familiar with all the different puzzles and uh, what doors to unlock and where to go for the most part. So I'm already in the second part of it. I'm already underneath the the uh, police station. So need to. Um, I need to get, YouTube some things, man. Find out where more weapons are. How to unlock more weapons. But yeah, it's not as hard as I remember it. So for some reason, at first I was like, "This game's too hard." Like, okay, you don't have to try and murder every enemy. I figured out. So otherwise, you'll run out of bullets real quick. So. But yeah, I think that's all. Oh, uh, did I say Epic? What do we have free on Epic? Oh yeah, a, a game called Sail Forth. This is a game where you are sailing the seas. And again, one of Mayo's favorites, you know, kind of looks like... Um, Sail Forth. Looks like Fortnite. It's got the cartoony look to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nobody Saves the World? Or no. Is that, is that out about... on PlayStation? Yeah, that's on PlayStation right now. I'm just... That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, the PlayStation ones didn't change. It's still Plague's Tale, uh, Evil West, and then Nobody Saves the World. Yeah. I do want to pick up Evil West at some point. So hopefully when it, if it ever comes to Game Pass. I know I've seen it. I think I've seen it on sale on Xbox. but It might be like... Kind of, like said, kind of gives like me that Remnant Evil. Remnant 2. Remnant 2 vibe. Looks pretty cool. I don't know if you can play co-op or if it's just single player. No, I, I take that back. It is it is co-op. Yeah, I think it's up to three players. Three or four. I don't know. Now I'm getting confused with Remnant 2. So, we'll see. But other than that, that's all I got, guys. I think we're finished here. Go, uh... All right. go, go find me on the Steam Deck. Um, oh. over on Xbox and Epic and all that as uh, Gunny Chief. And over nice. on the PlayStation 4, playing Spider-Man and Days Gone as a HGP underscore Gunny. Where can we find you, Mayo? Uh, you're going to find me everywhere as the Mayo or the Mayo 1 over on Discord, PS5, Xbox. Um, you know, pretty much everywhere. You, All right. 
Find me on everything as Jesus Watch Loud. I'll be playing some more Call of Duty, trying to get to that 1.2 million XP mark. It's a lot of XP. I'm going to get there, man. Yeah, good luck. Good luck. Doing it all tonight? Pulling all nighters? 60 60 matches. That's a lot of matches. You're going to be pounding the Mountain Dew and the... uh... (laughs) And Doritos. Mountain Dew and Doritos. (laughs) Fuck. That's, uh, that's too much too much but uh hopefully we can uh get some some stuff going anyways peace out brussels sprouts we'll catch you on the next edition of the horrible gamers podcast we're out of here bye everyone bye bye hey.